man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stopped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues, search the hearts of men, and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports untamed. This is Sporticus. to a baby girl and guess what <laughs> I found out I was father to a baby girl just a little uh bit ago yeah but I'm to, uh, yeah. you found you found out legitimately I I found out a year <laughs> <after>. <laughs> that's still legitimate I'll tell you this in my vast experiences being a parent so far um you're gonna love being a father to a baby girl it's I've never been a father I've never been a father to a son but I can tell you right now, if all of my kids after this are girls, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Like and, and you know what? They, I mean, all mine were boys beforehand, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, I like the new experience. I like yeah. the new experience. It, it, honestly, man, the the old phrase and the old like sort of a thought on the whole subject is, you know, if if you're a father to a girl, to a baby girl, it's going to teach you how to love a woman better. And and that's really true in a lot of senses. Like, I I've learned that, like, <laughs> I, I I don't honestly I I've been a parent long enough to say that like I've learned like huge lessons. I've just learned that I could be a father to a girl. You know what I mean? Because like I know how to be a guy, so I could yeah. teach that to another guy. But when it comes to like a baby girl, like, just a lot of things are just not how you would expect them to be. Like. I expected girls to be, you know, soft and sweet and everything like that. And, you know, for the most part, my daughter is pretty soft and sweet, but she also bashes me in the face with her toys. And that's hilarious. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen the Snapchat, you know, that's oh, my it, God, it, being a parent's great. I remember, you know, what's dope is uh, on this podcast or it might not have been on the podcast, but it was the day we were talking. We usually talk for like a, an hour after the podcast, which is crazy. Right. I know you guys are like, shit, it was a three hour podcast. It's like, yeah, that was nothing. <laughs> we talked for 30 minutes before and then an hour later <laughs> you know so yeah, that uh, was the heat of the conversation like <laughs> right you know yeah, but you know uh you were saying man you know uh you you couldn't wait to be a father and that that's something you wanted to be a few months later <laughs> yeah, little did so you know was, little was did you expecting know expecting it to go down like that but you know honestly here By i the way, he's got a great relationship with the mother don't be idiots guys it's not like he's black or anything <laughs> no, if I was black, I wouldn't even be having this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. See, the crazy part is I'm black and, you know, I'm a great father. Oh, sorry, to all was, of my children. That was the worst thing I've ever said. It's just that it doesn't work with certain people. I'm like one of uh, uh, not very many. So. <laughs> one, of, one of three other black guys? No. 
actually, um, sorry, everybody. A lot of people. It's off topic, and I'm sorry. It's good. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. I'm black. I'll vouch for you. <laughs> like I had to do with the like I had to do with the bar this one time when this guy was like, You sold me I can say it. I was like, I didn't say say it anywhere. I said you're free to say what you ever you want in this country. Yeah, anyway. To be, to be fair, to be fair, you did try to get me to say what I, what you wanted me to say behind closed doors when it was just you, me, and a couple other of our closer friends. You did Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I, I, I didn't really like him we saying the bar it. And I was like, oh, this would be great because he can hear it and I'll say it and we'll be funny and it'll be cool. And then I so said, I realized people. my audience. And... <laughs> anyway, yeah. I saved his life before, guys. Saved his life. <laughs> hey, and if, for everybody said, I can't believe you let him say it. Tom Brady says it all the time. Ooh, and it's on record and we know it. And ain't nobody going to do nothing to him because it's hilarious. It's fine. You know? <laughs> I don't give a damn if Eminem don't say it. Tom Brady do. We uh, know he do. Antonio Brown's his best friend. <laughs> and he don't say that? Come on. You want to know the funniest part about the whole Antonio <laughs> Brown situation? Was it was like he made this whole big deal about not getting the ball because he was on the line for that, you know, million dollar incentive. And then he throws his little pissy fit and leaves. And the next week, Brady stays stays in a game. He doesn't have to be in. Just to make sure Gronk gets his fucking one million dollar bonus, it's like I want to question Antonio Brown. Did you not think for one second that Brady wouldn't make sure that you got yours? Like, come no, on, he, he's on he, he's on something else though. You think Tom Brady's a uh, a snake because somebody Tom Brady knows did him dirty? It's like Tom Brady didn't do that to you. That guy is a snake. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, um, let's talk about a little bit about Antonio Brown, actually. Uh, he's the John Jones of uh, NFL. The NFL. No, he's not even close to the level. Because at the very least, you can call John Jones a great fighter. You can't sit there and compare Antonio Brown to the great receivers that have ever played. Like, he's really good, don't get me wrong, but there's always really good receivers in the league. Like, remember when AJ Green Skill was for skill, you could. No, skill for you. Man, when he was playing over there in, in uh, Pittsburgh, please. He was on Calvin Johnson level. And I hate Calvin. I hate Megatron. Well, I think he's the most overrated, gross wide receiver of all time. Even more than Marvin Harris. Anyway, I know people are gonna hate that, but you can you can shut up. How about that? Well, I would honestly agree more had that last little bit of Antonio Brown not showed itself the way it did. Like if if we were talking about you know like Antonio Brown on the playoff team, uh, the Buccaneers playoff team right now. That'd be one thing. But when he throws a bitch fit like that, you're not even close. Like, because great receivers don't do that. I'll even say Larry Fitzgerald's better than him. No matter what stats say at all, Larry Fitzgerald was always a professional. You know what I mean? So Yeah, no, no. Okay, so we, we're talking about, you know, who's who's better overall. Then no, he has a Antonio Brown has a lot of skill, but clearly he's not on a team. He's unemployed, so he's not he can't be that good if he's unemployed. Um, he's got like, CTE though, man. He's got CTE. We've seen but he's that. always he's always been like this though. Like since he broke sure. into the league when he was on the Steelers, and then when he fucking left the Steelers and went to the Raiders, and then when he fucking left the Raiders and went to wherever the fuck he went to, and then he came back and got a. Do you think he's killed people? Do you think he's killed people like Aaron Hernandez? Yeah. He's going in. That's I'm not. Oh come on, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure Antonio Brown's at least. Chris Benoit did. Chris Benoit killed his family. I know people don't want to talk about all this. Chris Benoit killed his family. Dark side of the ring don't give a fuck as far as telling you 
because they want to make all this money off of it. But like Chris Benoit killed his family and they made money off of it. They you got the, viewership off of it. You know what the weirdest, WWE never did that shit. Thing is, you know what the weirdest thing for me about the Chris Benoit situation is that they still try to remember him in terms of the WWE. They try to remember him fondly. And I'm sitting there like... No, they scratched him for the record. What are you talking about? Well, it just oh. like I, I saw an article the other day about like you know the the tragedy of Chris Benoit and like how he's so missed and everything in the WWE. And it's just like this motherfucker. No, no, because so- people do. No, people do. Like, uh, so for instance, the, the the dark side of the ring I just brought up. Chris Jericho said, "Look, I do miss him. I know what he did. I get it. I that don't that's not gonna make me miss make me uh, not miss him. I know what he did. And he and he said that's the last thing he's ever gonna talk about it because it's that's how it is. Well, like. There are people who know him in the WWE and stuff and missed him and all of that. It's just they can't say much. Rey Mysterio. You think Rey Mysterio doesn't fucking miss him? Of course he does. Problem is, he's scratched from the records. He can't bring him up. But like if somebody asked him a question about it, he'd have to do with Jer- even Jericho, who is, doesn't even work for WWE anymore, has to be really careful about what he does. But he did post a picture of him. Or said something about Chris Benoit when at the time the documentary came out, but it's not a WWE thing. It's a people in it or people who work with them in it. So, but yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I get what you're saying. They they do yeah. remember him fondly because you know he was a different person before that shit happened. And to be fair, let's let's give credit where credits due. The people who worked on the CTE stuff and found out about that, they're that spearheaded all of that stuff in the NFL. Nobody gave a shit until that Benoit thing happened. Nobody gave a shit. They were just hitting you, and everything was happening. They didn't care. And then as soon as Benoit killed his family, it was like, okay, now we got to take this seriously. We got to do some real research and find out what actually happened. Yeah. So had that never happened, unfortunately, wish it hadn't happened like that. But uh, Antonio Brown, I'm t- he's he's Chris Benoit waiting to happen, man. He, you're right. He's not the John Jones. He's the Chris Benoit. Waiting to happen of that's fair the NFL and that's horrible. It's fair, but he's going to do something, and nobody's getting him the proper help. Boy, this um, is gonna this is gonna sound bad, but if he does end up doing something, Chris Benoit level, I hope he just does it himself. Honestly, like don't take people with you, sort of shit. Like that's I, I understand. I understand what you're saying with that. I understand. It'd be it would be even more of a tragedy if you took out more people than yeah. just. Just the one, I I I, can, I understand your sentiment. Yeah, and and honestly, like even even in fantasy football, like I just stay away from Antonio Brown. It's too much to pay attention to. You know what I mean? Like he he's, he's well, he doesn't have a job now. So. Well, well, yeah, you don't have to do it right now. But like, what happens? What happens next year when he gets another chance with something else? You know what I mean? Like that's that's part of the issue with me is people are sitting there acting like. You know, Antonio Brown's this fucking great football player, and he may have skills, he may he may have talent, you know what I mean? But at the same time, when you're as volatile as he is, you're not necessarily playing football. You know what I mean? Like you're not subscribing yeah. to him, you're not you're not doing what you have to do to get the win. Like, look at his situation. He couldn't have come into a better situation. He got to he got to come back to Tom motherfucking Brady as his quarterback. Like he he came from Big Ben too. Like, you, so you get an upgrade when you honestly there's not a lot of upgrades over Big Ben in his prime. Not a lot there is, but there's not a lot. So then he gets to right. Go no, out. no, no. You're right. 
Yeah, and then he gets to go. He gets to go to Tampa Bay, and he's not even the featured number one. There was Godwin and Mike Evans, and then they got him. You know, Gronkowski. They have like Fournette and everything on the running side of things. Like you didn't even have to have any pressure on you, and he didn't. And he played pretty decently this season. And then it comes to the end of the year, and he wants to bitch about the ball getting thrown to him. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and catch the ball when it's thrown to you. And if it's not, run your routes and, you know, shut the fuck up. Like, you're in a position right now to go to a Super Bowl and win one, and you can just ride off into the sunset. People will know you as a great a great receiver with a debatable personality. But at the same time, if you shut up and you just played your part, you could be part of something bigger than yourself. But he didn't want it. He thinks he's He thinks he is the big thing, you know, and I, I hate Antonio. Look. I so so let me let me transition from there. Uh, on the show we recorded yesterday, me and Reese, um, we talked about Cyril Gon and uh, uh, Nagano at length. Yeah. Uh, we talked about their star power, their potential. Uh, Cyril Gon, don't let him know who he is. He just popped up. Uh, oh, don't be that mean. Hmm. No, 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 it's, it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Like, like, uh, it is this what it is. But here's the thing. Jake Paul, Jake Paul was even on Disney. People know who he is around the world, period. People know who he is more than Cyril Gaon. Let's get that straight. Jake Paul, celebrity. Cyril Gaon, fighter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Francis Nagano is different. He's, no. he's on the, he's, no, no, listen. Francis Nagano is on the cusp of superstardom. He's been in commercials. He's been, even if they're just UFC commercials, he's been in commercials. He's been on the other side. He's been in non-UFC commercials. He's there. He, he's right on the cusp. Um, in terms of, in terms of who I want to win and who I think is best for the sport to win, um, probably Nagano. Um, in terms of popularity of the sport. If Cyril Gon wins, let me tell you, that sport, UFC itself could be gone. You got John Jones that ain't fought, right? You got Conor McGregor that hasn't fought, that, that can't win either. <laughs> and then, and if Cyril Gaon beats, Cyril Gaon beats Francis Nagano, and we know he could take a hit. He took it from Derek Lewis. Both right. of them did. Yeah. But, but only, you know, uh, but only one of them beat Derek Lewis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know it was a sloppy fight. I get that. It wasn't the same fight at all, but, if Cyril Gaon wins, he doesn't even speak enough English, uh, speak English well enough for you to even get to know who he is. It's kind of a Charles Oliveira thing, like, but Charles Oliveira looks the part. So he looks like a superstar. I don't know what Cyril Gaon really looks like out, in, if you put him in a spotlight like that. And, and you know, uh, UFC hates to put people in a spotlight that they don't like. So it has to be, uh, John Jones and Nagano. So Nagano has to win, and John Jones has to fight him next, or else I don't see where this, where UFC itself is going. And I got I got another interesting point to bring up after you give me your take on that. Okay, well he, here's the thing: when, when you're saying this, I, my heart hurts because on on one hand, I I think you're pretty accurate with like the mainstream, which is yes, you, know, you you have to talk about the mainstream. On the other hand. I'm sitting here having watched Cyril Gong since his first fight in the UFC to where I'm like, this guy actually, like, he has the size, but he also has, like, the athleticism, too, you know? And then you look at Nganu, same sort of thing. Now, the now the thing that yeah. makes this fight crazy for me is, like, my, my first question when I found out they made this matchup was, did they make the octagon big enough? Like, 
<laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no Stress way. It out a little bit. There's no way that a standard size octagon is going to be able to hold those two motherfuckers throwing bombs at each other. Like, I, I hope they reinforce the fences and everything. Like, but but that's the thing is, for me, this is exciting because we're seeing Francis Ngannou, who in my mind, I don't want to say he's one dimensional, but he's two or three dimensional at best. Cyril Gaon yes. four or five dimensional because Cyril Gaon has all the knockout power. He has all the punching technique. He has all the kicking. No. But he also has, you know, the, the, the ground game, the takedown, the clinch, everything. He has all that and it's all good. Now, the thing that makes me wonder is during that Stipe Miocic fight, when Francis Ngannou flipped the script and took Stipe down and held him down, that was disconcerting to me. So if Francis Ngannou wants to evolve, then absolutely he is he is the one the UFC wants to win this fight because yes. of what he brings to like the power table. Because he can knock your head off, but you're not going to beat him any other way. Because obviously you can't take him down if Stipe can't. You, you might know? be able to knock him out. Like you exactly. said, Cyril Gunn has the power to actually knock him out. Yeah. But then he TKO Derek Lewis, and Derek Lewis can take Nagano punches. And people don't, I know we're talking about MMA, man, but like you can, you can add this stuff up sometimes. It doesn't, there's a lot more factors than just who you beat. It's how you beat them, too. But there is a way you can add these things up to where they do equal something. Like Amanda Nunes, right? We can, she beat up everybody else equals, she can beat up the next person and this person, you know, or even her defeat, her not giving a shit and her, uh, gassing out and not being able to make weight equals a loss, no matter who it is. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, you get what I'm saying? No, no I, uh, I, I'd, I'd say, but bringing John Jones into the conversation of Ngannou versus Gan, uh, versus Cyril Gan, um, I, I have a hard time doing it because I don't think John Jones reasonably beats either of them. No, no listen, he can beat Nagano all day. I tell you why. He's going to put on his Hussein boats. He's going to run the track all day, just like he, he did against Dominic. No, listen, just like he did against Dominic Reyes. He turned his shoulder, bro. He turned the corner on him. Like, he, he made a football move, you know? Like, he, he ran from him. There's a way you can get up and you can reset yourself in the octagon. And, yes, that means you, 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 you circle, okay? You run and circle back to the middle. He was not circling back to the middle on Dominic Reyes. He was fucking running. He didn't stop running. He would keep going. And he kept, he had on, he had on track shoes, man. Hold on, let me, my thought, here's my thing. He beat Nagano every fucking time, unless Nagano can get close. And he won't. He won't. Here's the not problem. how John Jones does things. He doesn't let anybody close to him. Okay, but nobody. Look at- Look at John Jones's last couple fights going back to the Cormier, uh, the second Cormier fight. He still gets hit. Now, the problem is he can take those hits from Dom Reyes, Tiago Santos, Daniel Cormier. Sure. He can take those. But when Nganu hits him or somebody of that size who like weighs in at 265, the, whatever they're here's fucking the problem. Weighing, Here's like, the problem. Nganu is going to have to reach out. John Jones keeps you. He's long, man. I don't care how long and how tall and how big Nagato is. He's not as long as John Jones's defense. What nobody, John Jones is nobody. Yeah, it's a fadeaway. It's he, his defense is the equivalent of a fadeaway. You cannot guard a fadeaway. Kobe, Mike, they've all showed you. You know, Paul Pierce, they've all showed you. You cannot guard the fadeaway shot. And well, what that's what he does. Example, here's an example yeah. of 
of of something on a on a smaller uh, weight class, but the same sort of matchup. You got Dominic Cruz versus TJ, TJ Dillashaw back in the day, and Dillashaw won, even though Dillashaw's the shorter fighter. You know, he doesn't have as good of reach. And uh, Let's when, you're talking about, when you're when you're talking about the fadeaway, Dominic Reyes or sorry, Dominic Cruz, he 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 has that awkward movement that those kind of like fade into punches and kicks and stuff like that, like. Honestly, like Wait, I wouldn't say you said Dillashaw beat. You said Dillashaw beat Cruz. When? Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought he beat him for the championship. No, Cruz came back and beat him with oh, his that's, with that's the style that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's what I thought you meant. The Dominic part, because Reyes and all that other stuff. I can see how you. Anyway, I make that mistake too. I actually do. Uh, because of Dominic Cruz and Dominic Reyes, I, I confuse that, and as often a, fuck, a fight I go back to. Uh, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but Dylan Shaw uses Dom, he uses Dominic Cruz's style, and Dominic Cruz came back from that long layoff from like years or whatever, and he beat him with the style that he invented. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and not invented, but you get what I'm saying. With, Sorry, with his own was, style that he owned, you know who man. I was thinking of? You know who I was thinking of uh, with the Dominic Cruz loss was Cody Garbrandt. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one. But even so, that yeah. proves my point. Like, Cody Garbrandt's still shorter and has less of a reach advantage. But still, like, when 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 Cody Garbrandt beat Dominic, uh, Dominic Cruz, remember, like, there was a couple times where, like, Cruz took a swing, Garbrandt, like, slipped it or ducked it or whatever, and then, like, did yeah. that little, like, dance routine. Like, he had the most masterful performance I've ever seen in the octagon, and nobody will ever give credit for it. One of the best performances. He, he, did, he did the snake on him and then said, and then reset and put his hands back up. And this is <laughs> Dominic Cruz that beat the shit out of TJ Dillashaw. He, his, he made him look so bad. He made TJ Oh my God. Like I would I, I I ain't gonna lie, I would have called the fight. Like not not for real, but like they could have called the fight in the third. He he T.J. Dillashaw got kicked in his head and tried to throw his punch, and it was the most pathetic thing I'd ever well, seen. Well, it was a life. it was a split decision, so it had to have been closer on the cards. No, it wasn't. Fuck no, what they was, said. I, I just looked at it. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. It wasn't close. I'm saying to you, it wasn't close at all. Fuck what they oh, said. Okay. These the same reps that said Dominic Reyes lost that fight, and then and Tiago uh, Santos. Yeah, well, uh, Tiago Santos fight. did lose that fight. Tiago Santos did lose the John Jones fight. But Dominic Reyes, you, you could honestly argue either way. I would have given it to John Jones, yeah. but at the same time, had it gone for Dominic Reyes, I would have been completely okay with it. And, well, my point is like you can't you can't leave it up to these judges. I saw Angela yeah. Hill who 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 doesn't win anything, just straight up win a fight against Michelle Waters, and they was like, nope. <laughs> Michelle yeah. Waters. I was like, what? I was like, I look at Michelle Waters in face. Angela Hill doesn't. This is close as she's ever gotten to a finish and beat the shit out of Michelle Waters. Literally whooped her ass in, on national television. And they said, nah, Michelle Waters won. Because she's karate pretty, hottie. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's the karate hottie sort of bullshit. But... And Angela Hill's not, not nothing to sneer at either, That's, which is bullshit. I'm like, okay, we're talking about, we're just going to go off looks. Angela Hill. Looks better than her right now because she beat the hell out of her. You know, like <laughs> who are you gonna go with after you you get your ass whooped? You know, uh, I'll but, still go with Michelle. Not, <laughs> not, not after you saw her eye, buddy. No, oh, yeah. it looks like Josh no. Koscheck after the GSP fight. <laughs> it was fucked up, man. Like I was like, nah, sweetie, you can't even. You but, don't even know where I am. But, but for the for the Ngannou Gane, Gane, sorry, Ngannou Cyril Gane, I can't say Gane without like. 
I got you. Their names are too too similar and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the Ngami versus Cyril Gone fight coming up, I don't think that it's that detrimental to the UFC if Francis Ngani loses because yeah, they they've been investing all this time and everything into him, but at the same time, like the sport of you of of mixed martial arts has evolved to the point where like the UFC is obviously the MLB, the NBA, the NFL, it's the NHL, it's the it's that echelon of of of, of uh, oh man what's the word sure well, let me it, let me let me like, yes they're elite they're the top of class they're the top of their class absolutely here's the problem here's the problem with it i'm gonna give you the comparison that makes far more sense you said nba and all that stuff they don't have any competition let me take you back to a time where there was a little company called wwe and they had competition now listen check it out this is exactly what's happening here WCW, right? They had competition that they own now that they bought out. Nobody would have thought that WCW at the time, which was WWE's competition, would have gone out like that at all. Why? Because they were on top. They had a lot. They were beating WWE in competition and stuff like that. But they they destroyed themselves from the inside. So there is evidence of a, of a sports company like that folding and then in in well, UFC wouldn't lose out to competition. I, they would. They could. They would lose out to other competition. But here's what UFC. There was a lot of really bad contracts in WCW. They hemorrhage money. UFC doesn't pay anybody anything. You yeah. want to know? You want to know how I know that? John Jones isn't fighting. <laughs> but I'll get to. I'll get to that in a second. He's a scared bitch, and he doesn't want to fight Cyril Gunn, who will likely win because there's more ways for him to win. He could knock him he could knock him out. He could submit him. And he could outlast him in twenty five minutes. There's three ways let he me, can win. Nagano can only win by knockout. Let, let me let me agree with you on that point that the UFC doesn't pay anyone shit. But here's the thing. People like Francis and Ghanu who are on their way up, you know, like in terms he's of He's on his way out too though. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing is he he yeah, if you're gonna go make more money somewhere else, go fucking make your money. This isn't the sport to make your money in at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, no, it is though. But it is. But it is. No, it's not, but no, it's, it's, oh, no, 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 Kayla, no, 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 no. That uh, Kayla Harrison or Kayla Harris, she's yeah, trash. She no, listen. I hope she hears this. She's not a good fighter. She's just the best fighter in the worst damn league there is. And guess what? She got a million dollars. Nagano can leave. I would not even consider being in the UFC. This isn't an AEW or WCW. Actually, it could be a WCW thing because they were giving off crazy money and crazy contracts too, right? So why wouldn't you go to the competition? If I'm if I'm in the UFC, I want to get out of my contract immediately if Nagano loses and leaves. Or if he just leaves, I want to get the hell out of there because not even John Jones is in there. No, no, no. See, the, the, the problem is, is, when I'm saying the UFC is not the place to make the type of money he wants, that's that's what I mean. He can go make his money boxing or Bellator or PFL or you know one championship because they all have like a like a more like they have a higher payout for their fighters, obviously. But that's not where the best competition is. The best competition leaves those contracts to come to the UFC. Think about Michael Chandler. Think about Justin Gaethje. Think about the Diaz brothers. Think about like think about the whole controversy with a. Uh, um, Fedor Emelianenko back in the day. It was like the UFC's not. It's a different play. time. It's a different time, man. No, no, but Don't it, nobody, listen, same, PFL is on ESPN. Different time. Oh, wait, hold on. Here's the thing. PFL is on. Check this out. 
PSL is on ESPN. You don't even have to buy that shit. You just have to have it. I got more eyes on me. If I'm the god and I knock your, and I, I Alistair overring you and knock your tooth out, household name. You know, they're like, wow, did you see that on ESPN? Instead, who, who's ESPN doesn't even play, who's the, even play the ESPN stuff they got. Who's the best fighter the PFL has ever come out with in the last five years? Taylor Harris, Justin Gaethje. That's it. That is it, and that's all. We don't know anything about Kelly Harrison because she's never he come to the UFC. He, he ain't making a million dollars a fight. I yeah, know one thing that, about but, her. But that's the thing. She talks shit, and she make a million dollars a fight. Well, not a fight. Yeah, she make a million dollars. That's, that's, she that's make more the, money than this cat. That's the PFL structure, though. That's not the UFC structure. The UFC is not a money-making opportunity for fighters. It's a glory opportunity, which is worth What's Justin Gaethje's about to do, though? He's but, about to fight for the championship, right? There, there can be. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm telling you. By the by, the end of this year, there could be a ton of UFC UFC fighters who are actually still pretty good in the PFL making real money and just leaving UFC behind. Sure, sure. And all you you trying to you trying to tell me Nagano Nagano and John Jones can happen in PFL? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I agree with that. But they will only go to the PFL or anything like that after they lose in the UFC. That's not true. It's it's only ever if Nugano, if Nagano wins and they don't give him the John Jones fight, both of them are done. Oh, yeah, well, John Jones didn't lose. John Jones didn't lose, and he could go to PFL whenever he wants to. In fact, he fucking should, and he should try to fight Nagano there if Nagano wants to leave. Fuck UFC. Go make some money. Go do it. Go fight. But what we're talking about John Jones, and he's a fucking coward, and he doesn't want to fight the best. He just wants to sit there and lie about how he wants to fight the best. Sorry. No, but here's my point, though, is nobody leaves the UFC on a winning streak. Okay? And you can't tell me any Sure. It doesn't have to be that way, though. But, I but, think that's, that's, but that's the thing. is If, if Ngannou wins this next fight, and he wants to go to the PFL, like, Okay, like, what are you doing? No, no, but here's the thing: they're still, they're still not paying him anything. He's still. No, I listen. agree. I agree with right. that. Right. So that God, look, Nagano winning means that the UFC keeps a star. That's it. And but here's, here's star is debatable in my eyes. No, no, no. He's a star. You can debate it, but like, eh. but no, no. From the from the sense that I'm going to debate it is. Yes, he is a star for what he is. He's an African champion. They've had very few of them. Uh, his story is also one that's very, very fucking, you know, uh, not, I don't want to say relatable, but it's a story that can make you go, huh, I want to see this guy. Yeah. He's very favorable. I like Francis Ngannou. You know what I He's mean? He's a good but, baby face. That's but cool. at, the, like, at the same time, this is the same guy who broke into the UFC with nothing but granite hands, and he's gotten better since then, right? So if he's going to go to the level of, you know, fighting Cyril Gaon or John Jones, and then he's going to leave to the PFL or one or whatever fight promotion, like Khabib's Eagle promotion, like whatever he's going to leave the UFC for, he's not going to leave the UFC on a win streak. You just, you're not going to do that because the UFC is- I, I understand what you're saying. It's what, still what, 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 as the best promotion in the game. And sure. That's like, and, that's, well, and that's true. That's true. That's true. However- the one problem that makes every they can lose a talent at any at any given moment because they do not pay them. That's the biggest factor that you're not over. 
I, for lack of, you're overlooking it. You're overlooking the fact that if, if that John Jones, I, I can't use him. I'm sorry. Let me let me clear this up with John Jones real quick. But I'm, what I'm saying is you're looking overlooking people jumping ship and there being a leader to do it. There's a way to do it, and there's Nagano could easily be the leader, and he don't have to be the last. If Conor McGregor opened his mouth and wanted to fight somebody, then he can make money, and and he would bring so much, so much value to a place will, like that. And the I reason I bring them up is because, uh, yeah, I, I will take away a huge part of your argument, and not to like di- not to discredit what you're saying. Sure, go on, go ahead, go it's, ahead, go ahead. Okay, so Bellator pays more to their fighters, right? Yeah, but nobody gives a shit. Okay, yeah, but at the same time, Bellator pays their fighters more, and guess who was one of their top paid fighters of all time? Michael fucking Chandler. And guess where okay. Michael Chandler went when his Bellator shit was up? He was you like, hey, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a listen. step back, a possible cut in pay to go face the best in the world. And there's that- a factor there. Here's the factor I'm giving you right here. Right here. You can stay in Bellator and make more money, right? Cool. Yeah. You can be in UFC making trash and not have to jump to Bellator to lesser competition. And you can move better competition in UFC. Listen, listen. You can go, but what I'm telling you is that could just be a migration of UFC talent to PFL. They could just all kind of do it. They could just go. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. You, they could, it, like, but it, it, would, it would have to take somebody doing it. Yes, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but that's a damn possibility, man. You, you're, you're right, though, because it has. Gato could just do it. Well, look look at what is it? Demetrius Johnson, Eddie Alvarez. Those guys went to PFL and won and everything, right? No, uh, they went to one, and Eddie Alvarez. That's, that's what I mean. They went to PFL or one. Sorry, I didn't say <laughs> and, and Eddie Alvarez got sent to the hospital his first fight because he uh, was trash all along and fooled us. But anyway. But but the, but, the, but the point is, is UFC fighters, either on the outs or on losing streaks, can go to these other promotions and make their money, and that's great. And that's great that the PFL offers that or that one offers that Ooh. kind of thing. The thing yeah. is, is that the thing that none of these other promotions can offer, prom- uh, yeah, promotions can offer other than the UFC is the level of competition. Because I would take a UFC prelim, like the prelim prelims, like the ones before the prelims, like the early, early prelims. I would take those fighters against most main carters. On sure. Sure. Because it's sure. What I'm telling you is take, um, what's a loaded division in the UFC? Loaded. Lightweight. Okay. Let's take the lightweight division. Okay. Um, let's take them. Let's take, let's take the bottom half and let's put, uh, the, uh, bottom half, like the top, bottom half of the top 10, like the, like the, like six through 10 sort of rankings. Yeah, or six, through, six through 10, six through 10. And then like, I don't know, um, uh, uh, like 15 through 20, whatever. Let's take them, throw them in PFL. Oh, that's man. not, that's not good. PFL will run out of money. Maybe. Don't know. Here's my pop. Here's the thing. If you start beating, if you're, if, let's say you're a garbage dude, right? You just, you don't really win much. You're cool, but like, you know, nobody. You start beating these other guys. Now we actually raise in a level of competition. You could say it went down, or maybe these guys didn't want where they needed to be to be this. Seriously. That, that shit tends to happen. Like, okay, such as, okay, uh, Anthony Pettis. He was losing over there in PFL. 
Maybe he wasn't at the level we thought he was. You know what I'm saying? No, like, he it could happen. He's just, he's and, just, and, no, listen. And Masvidal started winning. Maybe he wasn't at the level we thought he was, which was a loser. That shit can happen both ways. I'm saying there can be a paradigm shift here. Um, not to get all philosophical, but there can be. No, no, no. You're saying the only problem is, is like, the 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 logic you're spitting is good. It's solid. You're you're on the right logical progression. But at the same time, what we've actually seen is people go to the PFL and lose from the UFC because they're already on right. because they're on the tail end. Well, of the let career. me tell you why this. Or, time. Or, let me tell you how. Or, or you have the one guy like Justin Gaethje who was putting everyone down in PFL and was like, "Look, this is great. I love making money. I have money. Can I go face the best in the world now?" And that's in the UFC. He didn't sign that up for PFL though. That doesn't hurt them. It makes them better. It does. You can do that. It, it does. Yeah, do yes, it does. Because he was their biggest go, hey. When you when when you replace Justin Gaethje, who's leaving to the UFC with Eddie Alvarez, who couldn't hack it in the UFC, no. that doesn't make it better. What I'm saying is, it gets more eyes on him. It does make it better. It make it better from a business defense, uh, point of view because guess what. Ronda Rousey was in King of the Cage, so was Daniel uh, Cormier. Like that, that puts more eyes on them. Like, oh, they got a lineage, they got a blah blah. You can yeah, say he, those names out loud. I know they might not be with you then, but you can say those names out loud. But let me let me get to this John Jones point real quick. This, okay. Don't listen. It ties it ties in with all of this. No, we, no, I, I got. We it. gonna, I got it. We gonna stay here because this is a huge thing. John this Jones, like uh, you're in my fucking metronome. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 uh. Cyril Gunn and then Francis Ngannou fight is the way the 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 the, the heavyweight division is going to go from now on for a long time until whoever one of these guys loses. Okay, Cyril Gunn's so far above; he's so well-rounded more than any other heavyweight we we've seen. Yes, if he wins. Nobody's going to be able to really compete with him, truly compete with him. Especially if he knocks Nagano out, there's not a person that's going to be able to compete with him at all. And that especially goes, listen, that especially goes for John Jones because he won't be able to keep him away for too long. Nagano's very different. Even if he's patient, he's going to be too patient. He's going to, Cyril Gunn's used to being well-rounded. Nagano just got here. So when he, it's kind of like Adesanya versus Blahovich. It's going to go like that, you know, only it won't go to decision. Because which, which, which one's which? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Lahovich being uh, Cyril, Cyril Gunn okay, and uh, okay. Adesanya being Adesanya being Nagano or John Jones. Okay, yep, I got you. One trick pony. I got yes. you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so the problem being is that Cyril Gunn has so many ways to beat you and you can't really get to him to do a whole lot. You know, if you think you can, go for it. Then he's gonna knock you out. That that type of heavyweight at that level, he's gonna be end up being GSP. And what happened when GSP was there? He got he, he was goaded or whatever. Well, maybe I shouldn't say GSP. Maybe I should say uh mm, a more dominant no. champion. Khabib. Hold on, hold on. Khabib, mm. right? You think well, no, uh, it's not that I'm that, it's not that I'm trying to put him on topic. that. That's a whole nother topic. The level I'm trying to put him on is saying that no one else will be there. Not that he might be as good as Khabib. It's just that maybe it's a Roy Jones Jr. thing where Roy Jones Jr. was fighting. There was nobody really on that level. Like, it just wasn't. They came along later, but he just he was just fought at a time where there was no one on that, at that level. And if we get there, 
if Cyril Gaon wins, the UFC could really see a, that paradigm shift I'm talking about because Naganu probably won't get that John Jones fight because John Jones will be like, oh, he lost. He's not worth it. Blah, blah, blah. But blah, it's blah. not out of the question. John Jones is too scared to fight Cyril Gaon. It's not out of the question. If, if, it's if, not. It's, if it's pretty loses, far out of the question. John, John Jones hasn't fought in what? Almost four years. So, like, what? We're going to just put him in there against the champion? I mean, you could. Or you could put him against the loser of this fight to see who gets the rematch or who gets the champion. He's not going to do that because if he gets his ass knocked out by Nagano, then he's not going to fight. Then that's the end of his legacy. That is it for him. He has one more fucking fight and he better fight the champion. And that champion has to be somebody who's a one trick pony or smaller than him. This is my my problem because right now the UFC is showing that there is a paradigm shift, kind of like you're talking about. There's a paradigm shift where people that should be getting title shots because of the money they draw aren't getting as many. Look at Henry Cejudo. Dude, six years ago, Henry Cejudo would have been in line for any title shot that he wanted ever. You know what I mean? But the only person who really gets that kind of credence is Conor McGregor for obvious reasons. Because at a certain point, you can't pass up that money. That's why they're they're, they're talking about like, well, Conor McGregor comes back and jumps the line. Then you know, it's like I think that's terrible for the sport if he jumps on. But at the same time, with Cyril Gaon and Francis Ngannou, like there's no jumping lines with either one of them. There's like John Jones. You can't say he's jumping a line when he was always at the head of the line. Now, if he declines fights because of money or whatever, he has. He has. He, he, he He's currently has. doing it. Derek Lewis. And, 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 it, and it always goes against his legacy. Like, John Jones is sitting here like, oh, I'm the greatest, so I get to pick and choose. Adesanya. Well, Adesanya, but like John Jones, he's, he's saying I get to pick and choose my fights and how much I fight for in terms of money. No, you fucking don't. Not anymore. Not in this climate. Yeah. Not when there's yep. one other guy that has the same exact skill set as you and can do it. We've watched the shift in the competition since the ESPN deal. We've watched here's the thing. We've watched every every fucking uh weight class except for the UFC middleweight men's division. Yeah. The UFC men's division has stayed the same as it was since Anderson Silva was knocking out everyone. And honestly yeah. like I hate it. I hate the UFC middleweight division. I think we we, we literally talked about how barren it was, and like we didn't even talk oh. about that division because Adam Sonya, as much as we talked about Tyron Woodley stopping up a division, it's like, well, who the hell is Adam Sonya gonna fight next? Well, like, and remember, remember, that's not his not. fault because he's not turning down fights. It's just like there's no one there. He has to oh. vacate that title and move down or up. Well, not down, down. but he has to move up. And both you and me love GSP, but we knew he was held, holding up a division for the right reasons because nobody could match him in any aspect of the game. Now we're yeah. looking for somebody that could match Kamaru Usman. And, you know, honestly, I think it's Hamzat Kamaev. I think he could be the one that challenges that motherfucker. Yes. I has got to be somebody who is fearless. I, I've never been really that scared of a fucking UFC fighter, like, in a personal way, like, I mean, I've never met him and never talked to him. I'm still scared. He don't care. Yeah, he don't care, man. And you know what? Um, as much as uh, uh, damn it, why do I, I spaced out his name yesterday too? Uh, as much as uh, Kamara Usman um puts on a good face, Coach uh, Kobe Covington touched him a couple times, and he had to step back and figure it out because if he got touched a couple more times, 
it was going to go the other way on him, you know? And a lot of people it makes you, it may not. It makes you wonder what the difference between Covington and Masvidal is, which is why I'm so excited for their fight. Yes. Now, I am worried. I, I do want to know what that is, but the reason I'm not excited for their fights is because neither one of them is going anywhere after this. So, And then I feel like they made up some beef to fight each other. I don't know why they're mad. I don't give a shit. They're both Trump guys. I don't know why they... This, hey, I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll put it to you this way because I was, I've was i watched this beef. Hold on, let me finish that. I said they're both Trump guys, so they should like each other and keep it that way because you're not going to find a lot of Trump guys anyway. So just, <laughs> I don't know, so I don't know why you're not liking each other because you're already in a, a, a fan club that you just don't have, a, that doesn't have many fans in terms of popularity. Well, here, here's, here's what uh, the article that I read that, you know, they interviewed uh, Jorge Masvidal and they're like, they're like, what's uh what's the beef between you and Colby Covington? And Jorge's like, Hey, let me make one thing very clear. If there was beef, I'd be showing up at his front door. This is business. Oh, okay. Well, sure. Well, and honestly, when Masvidal says that, okay. You know what I mean? Like, all right. Like, I believe fully that he would show up at Colby coming to his door if there was actual beef. But this yeah. is business. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day. Sure, they got to fight. Yeah, at they the end of the day, fight. they were friends. They're probably not as good of friends anymore. If they are, they're playing it off really well. But, like, remember the Leon Edwards, Jorge Masvidal thing with the two-piece yeah. soda? Like, that kind of shit, like, that stuff drives actual fight fans. Like, you and I, we see the the three-piece in the soda, and we're like, oh, shit, I want to see those guys go in the octagon so one of them can eat their revenge or the other can beat that guy's ass and, like, make a point or whatever. Like, that's the old way of MMA that you and I grew up loving and watching, so we'll yeah. watch it nowadays. But nowadays... It's so much less of that, and that's why that's so special. That's why the Diaz brothers are still draws. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the yeah, remember- people don't, the people hate that. That that's why I'm telling you the paradigm shift is the reason a paradigm shift would happen is all business. Is is all everybody's been taking care of their business in terms of the Charles Oliveras stepping their games up and being well rounded, and Cyril Gaon being well rounded, and even. Curtis Blades to a degree. Yeah, I don't even like him, but you get what I'm saying? Like, he's he's kind of the standard. You got to get past Curtis Blades. You do. Speaking, speaking of Curtis Blades, Curtis Blades came out and said that uh, Derek Lewis hits harder than Francis Ngannou or Cyril Gaon or anyone he's ever faced in his he life. He got knocked out by both of them, so yeah, I bet. Doesn't, doesn't I bet. matter. He's like, yeah, both those guys, guys knocked me out, but that guy hits harder. He didn't even know who it was. He... <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck yeah, does no, he know? You're, you're, right, you're right, you're right, but at the same time. That guy, like, that guy, he just pointed at somebody. Yeah, if you had somebody walk up to you and point at two people and say, like, that guy knocked me out and that guy knocked me out, but that guy hits harder, who whose word are you going to take? You're like, okay, well, obviously you're not, like, jaded enough to, like, pick a side, but you're right. like, honestly, we're like, if one of those guys was to hit me again, I'd rather it be this guy. <laughs> you know what? But I, be- I believe it. I, I believe, believe it, too. Me, too. The God- Absolutely. The God of Goat throws haymakers, and those have to it. land nasty right but see he's got so much of his power in those that Derek lewis beat him man and the reason he beat him is because he didn't put all his power in his punches he knew to pull him a little bit so that he could continue to fight even Derek lewis knew that nagano didn't know that that's why he lost to stipe because he he just kept coming at him throwing his arms man and his arms are huge lose some fucking weight get some of that weight off your arms and actually 
you don't have to pull your, you know, punches. You could just pull them a little bit, but retain your power. Learn and, and retain your your tank. That's what Derek Lewis, although it don't look like it, can do. Well, I I gotta make a shout out to Derek Lewis. He's not Dan, he's not Daniel. Yeah, he's not Daniel Cormier, but like Daniel no, no, Cormier. No, no. I, I gotta I gotta make a shout yeah, out ahead. to Derek Lewis right now because I have never in the infinite amount of UFC or MMA fights in general that I've watched, I have never seen somebody step up to the mic and have somebody be like, so you want the championship fight next? And and have that person be like, if it's five rounds, fuck that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, he knew, though. He knew, though. And, I, yeah, I, I appreciate his candor because he knew. He was like, no, I can't. I can't do all of that, man. Like, no, I'm not built for that. But he he's he's not that's he's not so far off as ridiculous you know but see well, here's the thing it's not uh, ridiculous serial... at the same time like if you between you and i if we can get three four rounds from Derek lewis then somebody's in trouble and it's probably not Derek lewis but if he's not even gonna try for that like you know that full three rounds because like those championship rounds that's where you really see what happens you know what i mean like when everyone's tired and like you're just throwing whatever you have and Man, hopefully your cardio is there. But like three rounds is standard. So like you practice for three rounds. And if you're going for a championship fight, yeah, you practice for five, but you can go three easy. Derek Lewis is like, nah, fuck that. It's going to end before that or I'm probably going to lose. And he's fucking realistic about that, which is so it's respectable. But at the same time, it sucks because it's like, God, man, like Derek Lewis, if you just dedicated a little bit more time to cardio, you could last these longer rounds. You could be knocking people out in the third or fourth or fifth round. Yeah, he could. He and, and could. He actually he can do that. He has. Yeah, he did it to Curtis Blades, and that's exactly. the crazy part. Exactly. He did it to Curtis Blades. Now he got leaned on. He got he he got beat that entire fight, and then he did it to Curtis Curtis Blades. He knew what to do, and he's got he's got more precision than Nagano. He doesn't have to just throw garbage. He's a better fighter than Nagano. Um, not the last Nagano we saw, but no, that's listen, that last right. Nagano, that last, but Nagano. we didn't see the last Nagano go up with someone who was on that level. He's gonna have to do it for five rounds with this guy. He better not throw a haymaker because he's gonna see the end of his goddamn career in the well, UFC it, at least. Here's the craziest part about this uh, Cyril Gon versus Francis Nganu fight coming up is that. Had this been the Francis Ngannou we knew leading up to the last Stipe fight, we'd have been like, oh, this is going to be fucking fun. It's either going to be a knockout or it's going to be pretty fucking boring. But you watch Cyril Ngannou, you're like, all right, he can hang in any aspect of the game. Well, Francis Ngannou did the takedowns. He did the clinch. He did this. He tried submissions. He obviously has the granite hands knockout power. Like now, we Which he didn't really use. Remember him and Stipe started trading and and Stipe caught him with one, no, and he, he went back. It. It's not that he didn't hmm? use it. It's not that he didn't use it. Stipe no, he, he didn't use it until it was time. He didn't He didn't just throw his damn arms up and start flailing no, about like he used it, to. It's not that he didn't use it when it was time. It's that he kept it longer than he used to. Because remember, the first Stipe versus Ngannou fight, he hit him just as hard in the, you know, the beginning rounds or whatever it was, and then yeah. Stipe figured a, a way around it. But once Stipe shot and got stuffed and then Ngannou took position on the ground, it was like, oh, this is a different fight. This is a completely different fight. He's not so doing that it, to Gon. 
And if he does, he's probably going to be submitted. Look, I'm telling you this. Rear naked choke. I, uh, you, you, you default to what your training is. Gone by rear naked choke. Not leaving that stand. Or knockout. Or knockout. You and I both have Cyril gone winning, except for the one uncorked punch that Francis Ganu might land. I don't, I don't, you know, you know me. I don't bet against the uh, knockout guys. I don't. I mean, that probably means that Nagano's going to knock his ass out, but I don't bet, I don't bet against knockout artists. Uh, it's fun not to, but look, man, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, he has to land the right punch, which he seemingly does a lot. Here's the thing. He's fighting a different type of fighter and a different type of fight. And you default to where your level of training is. And I don't think he's as trained as Cyril Gunn. Well, he isn't. He isn't as technically trained as him. And the problem is, if he's on, if he, if he fucks around and thinks he's got gone on the ropes and gone takes some punches from him and he, he overextends himself, done. Rear naked choke. Rear naked. Cause everybody makes a mistake. Everybody well, makes here, a mistake. Here's, here's the thing that I'll say is what I like to see Cyril gone face Steve Miocic right now. I yes. would, to it. I would not be opposed to it, but yeah. Francis and gone beat. Stipe Miocic. So we're looking at this fight as if like Stipe Miocic doesn't have any measure. We have to take that level. Cyril or uh, Francis Ngannou took uh, took Stipe Miocic down, held him down, didn't let him advance position, and literally, physically, audibly, whatever, like whatever you want to say, like you watched him let Stipe Miocic up because he knew that after that he wasn't getting taken down. He wasn't going to be yep. controlled on the ground, but the, the the equalizer was the power, and that's where yeah. Francis Ngannou always has the advantage. No matter who he's fighting, he always has the power advantage. So we're gonna not against. Der- but listen, we do just know there's one man that has a power advantage over him. Curtis Blade said it. Derek Lewis, the guy that beat him. Sure, sure. And there's I, another I, guy. That's another I, guy that can take punches too. He didn't. He wasn't able to take the punches he was supposed to, but. Stipe, but also, but also we've also Stipe seen, beat Nagano one time, and Nagano beat him one time. There's a part three that we got to see of this. But if sorry, not Stipe, but if Francis Nagano and Derek Lewis were to fight again, I guarantee you, after the first round, Francis Nagano is going to implement a lot more of an intelligent game plan against Derek Lewis because he also knows sure. that Derek carries that late round power. Whereas, like, yeah, Curtis maybe, Blaze did it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but Daniel Cormier did it successfully, but Curtis Blaze did it as well. So don't forget, oh, man. Uh, you know, you know what I wish is that Daniel Cormier was like seven years younger. <laughs> man, <laughs> because I would oh, love man. to throw him into this mix where, like, you're talking man, about, oh man, oh man. And now, now you're talking. Now you're fucking I, talking. I'd, I'd love I, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. I'd love to throw in a, a, a John Jones in there. Make him. Make him seven years younger too. I don't. I don't think that's one better. I think that's just like, yeah, of course. But no, no, I think that's a one better because think about all of those guys in there. Man. But the thing all is, what with the John Jones it's, it's, endless matchups. I like I like John Jones more than I like Daniel Cormier. But at the same time, Cormier has fought in two different divisions, whereas John Jones has only talked about fighting. In- oh, okay. That's what we're going with. You know cool. what I, mean? I like. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. But here's the thing. 
the reason I brought that up is because at least he could back then start and we could see what he developed into. To be fair, he probably should have been fighting uh, heavyweight. Well, well, he should have been fighting heavyweight 10 years ago. Easy, right? Fair, fair enough. But at the same time, even when Blahovich was Blahovich before he lost his last fight, which honestly, I, he didn't look the same. But like, if you take the top. He, like, he had been drinking the whole time. Say what? I say he look. Lovitz looks like he had been uh, eating turkey and drinking <laughs> like the whole day before. <laughs> Man, he was sluggish. He was awful. Anyway, at the same time, anyone in the top five of the light heavyweight division could have taken on John Jones or Blahovich or whoever when Blahovich lost and probably won. But that's the thing: is the competition level has risen. The thing that John Jones doesn't realize is that. There is such a thing as ring rust. Now, I'm not going to say it affects people the same because it doesn't. But John motherfucking Jones needs to fight more than once every three years. In my Remember he fought OSP and, and, and pretty much didn't beat him? <laughs> like, pretty much didn't beat him. And then he pretty much didn't yeah. beat Thiago Santos. He pretty much didn't beat Dominic Reyes. Even if I would give him. Yeah. Those, I can like, he. Like, even if I can see all those yeah. things not going John Jones' way, you got to beat the champ decisively to be the champ. I, that's fine. That's that's not what we're talking about. He didn't he didn't beat those people, though. Like, we know he didn't. He, like, didn't he didn't need to beat yeah. them. They needed to beat him, and they didn't. Sure. I'm a, I, I'm not going to argue that. Dominic I Reyes, would normally, that but, like, Dominic I, I, Reyes fight, That Dominic Reyes fight was one of the few times that I'll ever be like, all right, like, we can give this decision – you know, to the the challenger. Whereas, like, the, remember the Volkanovski when he beat Holloway, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, did he really deserve it?" I was like, "No, no, that he deserved. It. He deserved to win that fight." Yeah, and I, I thought he lost. We've both seen it since then. We we've seen that since then with the Volkanovski, you know, reign so far. We're like, he is a champion. He absolutely deserves to be at that level. But also, Max Holloway hasn't faded at any point, so you can really double down on it if that makes sense. No, 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 no. I, and I, I, I'm okay with that. I think, I think, um, I said, I said on the last show I recorded, Max has uh, improved, uh, and so has Volkanovski. To be fair, I still hate him, uh, and I, <laughs> I, I can. It's not a reporting show. I don't have to do objective reporting. It's an opinion show. Fuck him. I'm, <laughs> I'm analyzing it. Can the guy fight? Yes. I don't think he's a, a better fighter than Max Holloway. Name what he does better than Max Holloway. Well, look at the look at the Calvin Cater fight against uh, Giga Chikadizi this weekend. Did you see that fight? I did not. Oh, it was a good fight, man. It was a good fight, but Calvin Cater won that seven ways to Sunday, bro. Sure. Uh, I saw I saw the aftermath of the fight, but uh, this is the yeah. same guy that got his ass whooped by Max Holloway. So yeah, but here's the thing, though. Oh, don't like, bring him up on our show again, please. Thank you. Who? <laughs> Guitar. Calvin Cater, 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 dude, whatever. dude, come on. Uh, Calvin Cater deserves to be in the conversation after that this last fight. The bum couch, yes. No, he got his ass whooped by Max Holloway. Max Holloway showed us how improved he was on his face. No, Max thank Holloway you. Didn't show us how Calvin, Calvin Cater, stay where you are. You're not on the bum couch, but you can get the hell up out of my face. The dude, look, he's not that impressive to me, bro. He isn't, especially when Max Holloway beat the shit out of him. He's not. I don't give a. What's he do so great? 
Okay, have you? Did you watch his boxing against Chickadeezy, who's only a stand-up guy? Watched it against Max Holiday. Max Holloway. No, no, and that's the thing him. that makes Max Holloway so impressive. He he didn't mm. get better with the cater fight. That's where he was. Now, so the, two people I know where that 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 Max Holloway. Uh, two two people I know cater isn't better than at, at the very least. Max Holloway and uh, 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 Volkanovski. It's two people at least. Yeah. Can we keep going? So he no. doesn't need a title shot. He doesn't no, need a title shot. Thank, thank you for admitting that Volkanovski's in that conversation. I thought you were going to say Brian Ortega. No, 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 no. Well, before they fought, before they fought, I could argue that, and I did. But here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to just lie and be a dumbass about it. The dude is champion. Even if he wasn't, he'd be, look, he's champion, but he's still number two to me. And, uh, Max Holloway's number one. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. That's one and two. But I, I don't care. It's one and two. That's just a matter of opinion. That's not fact. You know what I mean? Like, um, Max, there's Max big, Holloway is number one. There's a big oof on my side, uh, on my side of that conversation. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to just actually discredit him. I, there's no way I can. No, and and I, I appreciate that. But like, if you look at that 145 pound division, it's like a top five fucking battle right now. And Calvin Cater may be number five, but he is still a part of that battle. Because okay, remember, that was, uh, that was Ortega first. and who else? Ortega and who else? No, fuck Ortega. He's not even a part of the conversation. Okay, who's the top five then? Well, let's think about featherweights. Or like, let me look at the featherweights right now, and I'll, and I'll tell you who's better than fucking Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega is trash ass motherfucker. He, oh, he, that's not dude, at he, all. Yo, he 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 put out his best performance his last fight, and it still wasn't even really close. Like, look at what look at how he lost to Max Holloway. Look at how he lost to Volkanovski. Yeah, it was a better fight. Yeah, he improved. But he was still not on that level. Calvin Cater stood toe to toe for Max Holloway for what four, three or five rounds. Well, like, I think it was five because it was the main event of the UFC Fight Night. So we're talking about Max Holloway, who people regard as one of the best overall strikers that's ever existed in the UFC, and he he couldn't finish Calvin Cater. Yet Calvin Cater comes in against Giga Chikadizi who is reputed as one of the best current kickboxers in the game. And he fucking worked him. Like, if you saw those hi- like those highlights, oh, man, it wasn't even close. Like, tell me the top five people so I can see this, uh, so I can, I, uh, I can tell you who's going to knock his ass out next. Because he's going to get knocked out. Who? Tater? No. I guarantee you. I get, name, the top pe- name, name the top five. You say he's fifth? Cool. Name the top five. Uh, one sec. Let me. So I can tell you who's gonna uh, knock him the let me, fuck let me out. Bring it. That's uh. He's uh, fool's gold, man. You live in California. Grew up here. You should know what the hell fool's gold is. What it looks like. He's fool's gold. Fall for that cubic zirconia ass motherfucker. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me bring up the actual rankings so I can speak in time. That's all good. But, but, look, look, look. It, it's. It's all jazz. Okay. It's all jazz. It's all fun and games. So Korean, My point, so, so Korean zombie, who is number four, is facing Volkanovski in front yes. of him. In front of him. No, no, no. That makes sense. That makes sense that he's getting that shot. No, well, well, in front of him, technically, you have Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega, and Max Holloway as higher ranked opponents. But after him, you have Calvin Cater, Josh Emmett, Arnold Allen, Giga Chikadizi, 
Dan Ige, Edson Barbosa, Bryce Mitchell, who I'm really high on. Like you, you have a Sadiq Youssef. Like that's the top. That's the top. Yair would knock him out. Okay, Yair Rodriguez versus Calvin Cater needs to be the next fight made. Then. Or, no, I saw, or, I saw, I'm, I'm cheating a little bit because I saw, I already knew who the people were. I just want you to say it to see what you were gonna go with. Uh, I saw it on Facebook right after the Brian, fight. Brian, uh, Brian Ortega does not deserve to be in the conversation at the moment because he's lost to Holloway. He's lost to Volkanovsky. He should be fifth. He should be fifth. Yeah, but he's number two right now and Calvin Cater is number five. So maybe Ortega versus Cater next or. Ortega versus Jair Rodriguez, which would be more exciting, um, or even or even Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett, which I think would be a good fight. Like, Jair is next in line for a title shot. Yeah, but he he can also have a fight between then and now. So it should it shouldn't be. I if I were him, I wouldn't do it because the next guy could beat him. To be fair, well, uh, in the top five can beat each other. That's the thing is like Brian Ortega doesn't belong in this conversation. Yeah. Holloway, Rodriguez, uh, Korean Zombie. If that's Zane, the, if that's to the case, you know what? Make him fight Calvin uh, Cater. Fuck it. <laughs> that's the case. Make, prove it. No, 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 no. You're right because he could just jump to where Ortega is. I'm, and then and that makes sense because I think the Korean Zombies. I think it's going to be a hard fight for uh, Volkanovski to be honest. I don't think uh, so. I think no, no, no. You're thinking speed. You're thinking in terms of speed. I'm thinking no, no, in terms I'm of thinking in terms of wrestling and ground game and Volkanovski. Is a better wrestler, and he's just a stronger person. Sure, like I don't think he's stronger, and I don't think Korean Zombie can take damage, and he can stand up and trade with the best of them. Yes, and I don't think I don't think he should want to do that. We're not talking about an exchange. We're talking about Volkanovski being a smart, intelligent fighter and realizing that he could be equally matched on the feet, but his wrestling, his control, his you know his grappling, and all that stuff. That is going to make a big difference versus somebody like Shang Tsung Jung, who, yeah, he can probably do everything to like a, a C plus extent. Sure, I, I I think his veteran, I, I may man, like he he's a crafty veteran too, and I wouldn't look at uh, look at uh, 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 Glover Teixeira. Oh God. Well then, do do, do you Am realize when we talked about John Jones? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yes, you are. When you bring up Glover Teixeira. That's not going to be a longevity championship. That was a Michael Bisbing win, if I've ever seen Sure, that. sure. He still fucking won. And if he beats your boy Volkanovski, my point is he has what it takes. What did Michael Bisbing do when he won the championship from Luke Rockle? He immediately turned around and fucking lost to GSP. Like, immediately. Sure. That was a good fight, by the way. That was <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it, it was. was good because Bisping hit him hard twice. <laughs> so what? That was good. Man, all that trash we used to watch. All that trash. We, I used to watch it on VHS. You talking about, oh, it was good because he hit him twice. But at least they even fought. <laughs> okay? Like, you know, come I, on. I love that. I love the fact that GSP and Michael Bisping are on record as having fought. And I love the fact I that think it was a great Bisping, fight, actually. Say what? I said I think it was a great fight, actually. But what, whatever. Well, and here's the thing: is like I think it was a great fight in terms of name power and how the fight actually ended up going. But that's how I expected it to go: GSP winning by finish. And it's like when I said that at the time, people were like, "No, GSP doesn't finish people." I was like, "No, he doesn't finish people in his own weight class." 
But when yeah, he I didn't, I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't think he was gonna uh, actually do that either. I thought this thing was gonna win. To be fair, and it looked like he was. And then it, 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 it never and then he did. Like, it never looked like this thing was gonna win. It never. I, I, um, I don't remember too much. Uh, I want to say what third round, end of the round, he finished really strong. He had GSP. He was like a little said, funny a couple it, times. He hit GSP twice, like enough to make like a like a dent. But when it came down to it, GSP just took him down, which he was always going to do. And then he submitted him, which was kind of weird because I thought Bisbing had better jujitsu. You know what I mean? No. You thought that? No. Absolutely. No. I, I, I didn't How? Think, okay, well, here, here's the thing. I didn't think Bisbing would be submitted by just anyone. So when GSP better. You took said him better jujitsu. Oh, dude. Bisbing, Bisbing's been around the game. He at least understands. No, no, no. But did you, we're talking about GSP, though. What about him? You're not talking about anybody else. You're talking about GSP. I don't think he had better jiu-jitsu than GSP than everybody oh, else. Well, sure. No, that, but that's the thing is, like, I was trying to give Bisping credit where I knew that the credit might not have been warranted. Right. Like, like GSP, you obviously know he comes with great everything. He's one of those games. Right. Like, if you were to have see, him that's on the thing. Great everything. Like, and I'm putting jiu-jitsu in there, too. If you were to have GSP on, like, say, like Madden, like NFL Madden on like PlayStation, then yeah, you'd be getting you'd be getting the best of everything. He could he could block, he could defend, he could catch a ball, he could run a ball, he could throw a ball. Like he'd be doing everything at like a fucking 80, 80 at least, whatever. But that's the thing is like Bisbee may do a couple of things at ninety nine percent. GSP's overall is going to be able to beat that, and I never thought that it would. And any other way than GSP winning that fight, unless Bisbing just happened to connect on one, you know, overhand right or just the right punch or kick. But like thinking about it, just going into that fight, like there was no way Bisbing was going to win that fight. Once it went past the third round, Bisbing he has good cardio and that's reputable. But GSP has better cardio, which has always been reputable because he's gone. Five rounds with people yeah. who have had to like remember when when GSP was in the midst of his title runs, you weren't surprised to see him go five rounds. You were surprised to see people like Dan Hardy go five rounds. It's not the other yeah. way around. And Johnny Hendricks, I was really surprised to see him go five rounds. Exactly. And then he, he fizzled because people, out because people raise their level to face GSP. GSP doesn't raise their his level to face Michael Bisping. No, 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 my, 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 my thing was he. I thought it was going to be a bunch of cage rust, and I thought that the not in his his uh, weight class. Well, whatever, I was wrong. No, 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 I, I, I didn't, I didn't were, actually yeah. technically bet against him, but yeah, no, I would have been, I would have been. I, yeah. I get what you're saying because at the same time, going in after what a two year layoff, and you're going to go up a weight yeah. class against Michael Bisping. But it, it's going to see, it's going to be the same story with Michael Bisping versus GSP as it is going to be. Um, Glover Teixeira versus whoever the fuck he faces next. He's going I don't to know about next that. Fight. No, 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 no. Remember, remember when I called Charles Oliveira being a champion up to this point? I yep. called everything up to this point with Charles. Okay, oh, Julia Alapena, her next fight. Does she win it? No, not if it's against Manny Nunes. No, not at all. Who, if it's not against her, then who else? Who is it against? I don't know. Don't care. Doesn't matter. She'll win that fight, but she's not going to beat Amanda Nunes. You sure? You sure? Because if it's not Absolutely. Amanda Nunes, and it Absolutely. might not be, it might not be, it could be Valentina. Valentina could smoke whoever's next. Okay. 
and if, say, I'm, if, I'm coming for that. If Juliana Pena fights Valentina Shushenko, Juliana Pena will lose. If she fights Amanda Nunes next, she will lose. Everyone after that, not sure. Not sure. Let, don't. Me, let, me, tell you, let, me, let me tell you about this. Let me, let me say this. I think she will not beat Amanda Nunes. Set, I, I mean, I think she will beat Amanda Nunes the second time. If she does, then I have to rethink the way that I'm looking at these things. Yes. You, I, let, let, here, here, here's how she beats it up. That's the good part. How she beats it, right? Now, we saw Thug Rose and uh, Joanna Jojacek fight twice, right? Yeah. And the second fight was wildly like, people were like, oh, well, Joanna won that one. That, that's, what, that's what I hear. It, it's controversial. She didn't, but it's a controversial thing. Sure. From what I what I hear largely is that she won. That it was, you know, like it, it, it's, there's no problem. Maybe like the uh, John Jones, Thiago Santos, right? Yeah. Maybe it was that close. But that's what I hear that that Joanna actually won that fight. And if you get it to where it goes the distance, I don't see them scoring the fight for Amanda Nunes. You know why? Because the same reason they got. Mighty Mouse to fuck up out of here. I don't think they like to keep certain champions around for too long. And although she has done great, I think once they move on from you, they move on from you. I absolutely agree with where you're going with that thought process. The only difference is if a man... Uh, am I the only one that feels like Amanda Nunes wasn't the actual Amanda Nunes? No, 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 no. And that's a problem too. She could easily do the same thing again. She gets gas again. But I she don't do that. I think she walked in there. I think she walked in there thinking, whatever I hit her with, she's going to go down. And when Pena didn't go down, you could see the confusion in her face. Like, Amanda Nunes did tag her a few times a lot. Like, oh, yeah. Her face was all, three all more stuff. times. If she hit her three more times, she would have been done. But here's my thing is if Amanda Nunes had actually trained, which I don't believe she actually trained for this. No, fight, she couldn't have. She couldn't I, I have think bro. she got in a good enough shape. I think she was ready for it. But I don't. There's think no she, way she trained. I don't <laughs> no think way. she was ready for the heart or the, the, the chin of Juliana Pena. But I think she will be this time. So if you want to bring in Valentina Shevchenko, yeah. do you know the one thing that nobody's ever seen from Valentina Shevchenko? A lack of heart or a lack of being prepared. So, no, she's not she, going to She took Juliana Pena's head off immediately. She's, she's so going to be there exactly it, where she's going to be Holly it, it probably Circle right, be fun. It wouldn't even be a fun fight to watch because you no. know that after she beats Amanda Nunes, Valentina's lost to Nunes twice. You think she's going to double prepare to fucking face Pena? She's probably going to triple prepare. Like, yep, she's going to destroy it, and it's not yeah. even going to be funny. It wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be funny. Even, it after, wouldn't. even after those She probably wouldn't even finish her. Even after those two losses to Amanda Nunes, which the second one to me is still debatable, that's why there's still a, a see, yeah, uh, that fight. thing, yeah, yeah. Like it, even even though that's the case, I still think Valentina Shevchenko is the best female fighter in the game right now, and pound for pound, one of the top five in the game anywhere in any promotion at all. Yeah, I got I got her and um I got Valentina and uh Amanda Nunes at the top. I love female. I, after, after the pain, hey, one, if if, if, the if pain, it was a size thing and you could get like them to fight, like if it was a weight issue, I'd put them in there with Nagano, and I think they'd still whoop his ass. Pound, pound I don't care. They're better fighters. Pound for pound, yeah, pound for pound. That's what I mean. Pound for pound, yeah. they're better fighters. 
Yeah, they were like fucking two fifty. They whoop his ass. They whoop his ass <laughs> straight up. I, I don't yeah. care now, now because their skill level is just so far beyond whatever the fuck everyone else is. Well, and that, their physiology the, of being a male or female doesn't even fucking matter anymore. They would knock your fucking head off. But here, any way you want it. Here's my case. Here's my case for Amanda Nunes winning the rematch with Pena. Yeah. Because when she faced Valentina for the second time, that was a close enough fight for people to be like, all right, you can give it to Nunes, but Shevchenko was still in it. You saw the level that Amanda Nunes could get to to compete with Valentina. So you can debate yeah. who who out of the two of them is the better fighter, but at the same time, you can't debate that both of them two are the two best female fighters. To now, be fair, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I think you, they're equal. I don't think they're better than each other. It's well, that, really that, weird that, to say that. That's, Even yeah. with that that win, I, they can't be better than each other, especially no, if we no, think that, that Valentina won. The, yeah, that's that's the debate though, and that's where it comes back to Juliana Pena. Where it's like, man, you could pull out one good fight out of your ass and win it like that, and I'm proud of you. Yep. But you're like Glover to Yeah. Well, you're, she's you're, not going to win her next fight. She's not going to win her. Ne- you're yeah, not going to win the. Re- you're not going to win the rematch, and you're not going to beat somebody like Valentina Shevchenko. What it comes down to is, is where is Amanda Nunes? Is where is she in her in her career? If if Pena wins the rematch, that says not. more about where. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nunez is in terms of her career than it does about where Pena is. Because I remember watching... And I think she's done. I think Amanda Nunez is done. I don't think she wins this next well, fight, she, no matter she what. Could be. And she could yeah. be done. But at the I don't think her time, head's in it. But like we can't put Juliana Pena on this platform of Valentina. I'm not. I think... I think no, 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 no. Listen, I'm thinking she's getting her ass whooped. Then the next, I think the only way she beats Amanda Nunez is the same way she beat her before. Is Amanda Nunez doesn't give a shit either by not training or she's mentally checked out or whatever. Amanda Nunez don't give a shit. Juliana Pena isn't good enough. We know that. We know she isn't. We know that fight was bullshit. Who cares? Let's just call it what it is. But here's the second thing: Is she better than Holly Holm? Yeah. You think she's better than Holly Holm? Holly Holm is my favorite female fighter of all time, and I will absolutely say there is a few fighters better than her. Let me say this. She ain't one of them. Junior Pena is not one of the fighters oh, that's better than oh, Holly Holm. Oh, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you. I thought, yeah. you, were talking about, uh, I thought you were talking about either Nunes or Krushenko. I was like, well, both of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. They beat her. No, they, they whooped her ass. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. What's the thing? Junior Pena. I'm not saying she's not a good fighter, but there's levels to this. I think she's at the slight, the level slightly, slightly below the gatekeeper, Holly Holm. Yeah. Now, you know why she know Holly Holm all the time, but I told you, she's a gatekeeper. And she's oh. the best gatekeeper there is. Because you know what? If you can't beat her or last with her, you don't deserve to face anybody else above her. And there's a few above her, you know, but like, man, I'm telling you, there is no damn, uh, she, Holly Holmes better than Junior Alapena in almost almost every way. She's definitely stronger than her too. She's well, definitely got a better you know tank that, too. You know the fight that I want to see next, honestly, in my heart is Juliana Pena versus Rose Namajunas. And it's no, it's for no other reason than just the level of competition. Because honestly, my next they're about fight, the same. Yeah. Well, my next fight for Rose is Valentina because they're so close in weight. But yeah, I don't want to talk about I'm, that one again. I, I get that, but like I, I see Valentina. I, I, I don't like that for a lot of reasons. But 
Okay, but in terms of UFC star power, if you're hearing Thug Rose versus the Bullet Valentina Shevchenko, you're watching that shit. If you're a fighter, sure. I don't think. Also, I don't like that. You know, it kind of puts it kind of puts Valentina in a weird spot where um, I don't think anybody would really give her like give Thug Rose a chance. And when it's really lopsided like that. This is why I went for Megan Anderson to do something against Valentina. But because it, it was lopsided. It it would be lopsided if it would, it's Rose, crazy lopsided. There's well, no yeah, way for you anybody I, thinks for, she would beat her. For you and I, maybe, but when you look at it on paper, you have Thug Rose, who has not only been just a dominant force in, in her division, but you, then you look at the matchup, you're like, okay, well, Thug Rose, I think, is actually taller than Valentina. She may not be as thick. She's a dominant force, but she she arguably lost to Joanna in the rematch, and she lost her fucking belt. <laughs> like she yeah, got knocked on. It happens. Remember, uh, fucking Amanda Nunes had four losses before she actually won the title. Sure, but I don't know how about yeah. But that was before, and then after she slayed all all former champions. Yeah, yeah, and sure. then she, but, so, yeah. but so has Thug Rose. <laughs> Thug Rose dropped the title in the middle of that, and she so dropped who? the title. And just got it back. She had to get it back from Shang Wei Lee, because uh, Andrade. Remember Andrade knocked okay, that bitch well, out. Okay, well, what are you okay, talking well, about? Let's let's be clear. Should have got picked up and slammed on your head. I don't look, care if looking, it's a fluke or not. You lost. Looking back on it, I'm willing to take Thug Rose's approach or uh, her word for like not being mentally prepared and then having that and being more worried about your health and just not having your head in the game. I'll take that one because of the fights after that. You know what I mean? Because she showed no, up. No, no, I'm not discrediting. I, 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 it's hard to say dominant when you lost your belt. Okay, she did lose. She did win the two against Zhang Weili and got her yeah. title back. Great, but like you would to say, you, you and I lost. would never, you and I would never put Jessica Andrade in any sort of conversation to this extent. But we are putting Thug Rose in that conversation, even though she sure. lost. Them. You sure. know what I mean? Like, I mean, to me, to me, uh, Jessica guess who's got her next? Je- Jessica, I know you- Andrade, Jessica Andrade is the Matt Sarah of the UFC. <laughs> That's pretty sure. funny, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> I, man, let me tell you, she could be the Henry Cejudo if she actually worked at her game. No, 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 no. She's she's Matt Sarah because she doesn't deserve to be at the top if she had the right wins at the right time. Sure, but I, we're, I'm we're telling you, level, if she works, to- she could be Cejudo. I was just going to say, yeah. I was like, Henry Cejudo, I don't like him, but at the same time, he did get better. He did prove himself. Like when he faced Dillashaw, I had all my money on Dillashaw, and we saw what happened. You know what I mean? Like Henry Cejudo, at the very least, showed hey, up. I don't know why you did that. I really don't know why you did that. Okay, um, well, it, the, the fact that he was able. I, nah, I, I don't know why I, you did that. I fucking hate Henry Cejudo, and I don't like TJ Dillashaw, <laughs> but I fucking hate Henry Cejudo. I think he needs to shut the fuck up. He's asking for John Jones, GSP, Khabib, money, and and prowess when he's done nothing to deserve it. Like, remember the the reign that Mighty Mouse had, and then Cejudo comes in, he beats Mighty Mouse once. Yeah, barely. He shouldn't even money. beat him. He shouldn't even beat him, bro. He shouldn't yeah, even. He, I, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. That I scored that fight wrong. against him so hard, and I was like, Yo, you lost by at least a round, which was bullshit. Whatever, though. Whatever. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. I'm just saying, like, when it comes down to it, like, we can't be like, oh, Henry Cejudo this and Henry Cejudo that, and then, like, give fucking shit to Jessica on Garage. Like, that is one of the worst fucking champions I've seen since Matt Sarah. 
You know what I mean? That's why I made the comparison. Like, at least Henry Cejudo, in some way, shape, or form, was exciting. Neither Matt Sarah or Jessica Andrade could keep, uh, like, uh, like the press's attention. They couldn't keep the UFC's attention. They couldn't keep winning. Like, what about what 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 about what? what, You damn, you going in on them? What about what about since we talking about losers and people you don't like? What about Carla Esparza? Oh God, the fact that people hey, that's the fight we didn't want. The, the, the only one we didn't want. Rose Namajunas is called Carla Esparza out as her next opponent. Just shows the vendetta she has against taking a loss. Carla Esparza does not deserve to be in a championship fight for the next. That's not true. Time. That's not. That's not true. It's that's absolutely not true. true. Carla no, Esparza. Not. She's actually. She's next. She's next. She's next. Is I, I gotta listen. She listen. 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 She's done nothing. She's she been on. No, she's been winning. She's on a win streak. She's been winning, and she's in okay. the division. Tony Instead Tony of going, Ferguson had a twelve fight win streak before he got his title shot at all, and it was an interim title shot. Carlos that wasn't fair to him. I know. I get it. But like that Carlos wasn't. Carlos lost like twelve fights. Like maybe not in a row, but she she's not. She definitely hasn't. She has stepped it up. But she's not like Juliana Pena, who's been around and like you know been like hanging in the mix. No, Carla Esparza is not a championship level fighter. She is the Michael Bisping of her division. For and her what did my, Michael Bisping do late in his career? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fair. Well, but at the same time, what did Michael Bisping not do for his entire career before that? Win championship fights I mean, or be a championship competitor? She was just a great gatekeeper. Like, sure, and, but you know what though? He finally got that shot, and 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 no matter how he got it, okay, it don't okay, matter if somebody got hurt or anything. He got it. He got it. I, I'm Carl saying, look, this way: if you yeah. can match somebody up with Carla Esparza, the same way you match the vendetta that Luke Rockhold and Michael Bisping had against each other, then go for it. And I'll and I'll and I'll, and I'll, and I'll take Esparza. But at the same, time, I get what you, I get what you're saying. It's more to yeah. it than just you know uh, their actual abilities and their wins and losses. It's nobody cares about them. I get that. I get well, what you're saying. Like well, you don't care about, about them at all. I was super high on Luke Rockhold, but then remember what Kevin Gastelum did to Michael Bisping too. You yeah. know what I mean? So like we're we're talking about like a specific fight in a specific situation for Carlos Esparza to be champion. Whereas we're like talking about Michael Bisping in the same sort of way, but at the same time, Michael Bisping won his fucking fights. Carlos Esparza won one early on in the women's division. I think I think Carlos Esparza can beat uh, Thug Rose, but that's no, more of a no, no, that's, no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. It's not about Esparza. That's about Thug Rose and where she's at. That's no. like Pena, Pena no. beating. Um, no, I think she can beat her. Think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quote from my one and a half year old daughter and say no, 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 no. No, no, no. And I'm shaking my finger. No, 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 no. Carla uh, look, Esparza. I'm, start, I'm starting to hype it up. Yeah, she's going to get her ass whooped. Carla but is, it's just not even going to be fun to watch. Carla Esparza is not even, she's not only not fun to watch, but she is not talented enough to hang with the top five in the division for the future. Like, I would take Mackenzie Dern over her. I would take, uh, what's the other, fuck, not Aspen Ladd, but, uh, oh, man, who's the, Who's the like the Mackenzie? No, 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 that's Mackenzie. Not Mo- Molly Meatball, whatever. No, Not no. Mo- uh, God, who's the who's the? Oh my God, she's like the young upper and comer. Oh my God. Not that. Not that. Macy asshole. Barber. Macy Barber. No. I would Yuck. take Macy Barber 
over her any day of the week. Any day of the week. I, I, I understand. Okay. I understand why you do that. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I just. I couldn't. I could not. I guess Carlos, I would have to. Carlos Garza <laughs> is Carlos Garza in the worst way I can say this is a huge boner killer. <laughs> I, 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 I got you. MMA boner. Yes. No, no, no. Um, boner, whatever way you want to slice it, you're not getting a boner watching Carlos fucking Miss Garza's fight. Like, wow. I'll get, I'll, no, no, I, I can't co sign that. I'll put it to you this way. I get a bigger boner watching Tai Tuavasa versus Greg Hardy matchup in the future versus uh, Carlos Garza versus literally anyone. I okay, do not well, I guess we. I, I should have never brought her up. I should have never brought her up. That's I, her fault. I, you know what? That's her fault. I fucking hate. Carla Esparza in the sense that I can't talk better about her and she's been around as long as Oh, I got you. Oh, so so that happens. And let, let me let me let since this is Sporticus and we like to we like to just straight up talk. That happens <laughs> quite a bit. No, no, no. Yeah. That happens quite a bit. No, it does. Cody Garbrandt is a guy I don't like. Well, I, I don't mind him anymore, but like because he he showed improvement, although he got lost again. But if you just gonna be here and just collect the check and not really show improvement and be around for centuries and all this stuff, I'm going to start to dislike you more and more because you're taking up a spot from someone. Okay? Yeah. I know people aren't taking those spots like that, but they're also there's, there's rules to this stuff. There's people who are in play. Cowboy Cerrone. I think somebody else should have taken this spot several times, but you know, uh, sure, he's a he's a talented guy and stuff like that, but it's he hasn't risen to the level of a, a champion, and that makes me dislike him in a way, right? You know, it, it just does. I know you like him, but it just it, it's distasteful. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth when people don't uh, live up to their expectation, you know? And I'm like, hey, you could just, you, you can you can get back. Masvidal didn't do that. He, Masvidal was, was a guy that, yes, you couldn't stand him, because he wasn't doing the things that you thought his level of competition he, he could reach. You know, you didn't think that he was winning what he could win and knocking out who he could knock out or submit who he could submit. He leaves for a while. He disappears, comes back, starts knocking fools out. Good. That's a guy you can like, you know. Um, there's other people who kind of – Carla Esparza hasn't done that, but she she did have a – she had Amanda Nunez kind of done it. She's got four losses. She kind of did that. A resurgence in our career. Uh, Thug Rose had low points. Everybody has low points, but to not grow as an athlete in this business when it's mixed martial arts, just pick anything any old day and get better at it, right? That's just that's just kind of a slap in the face to people like you and I, to analysts and to fans that are just like, hey, you know, we want to see you evolve as a person. If you're not doing that, why are we friends? Why are we watching you? Why is this a thing? You know, so I understand why you hate Carla Esparza because there's a lot of people out there that I have that same disdain for. Let's call it that. Let's. It's, I have that same disdain for a lot of people. Um, Sean O'Malley, he's unprofessional, and I haven't seen him get any better. As a matter of fact, his last fight that he won, we saw him at his actual peak, and it wasn't impressive. No, it wasn't. You know? You know, the, the, he, crazy, he, the crazy yeah. part about the Sean O'Malley thing, too, is I was going to bring this up about Cody Garbrandt, is when we're looking at these, you know, these fights, like Donald, Donald Cerrone, Donald Cerrone, no matter what you think about him at all, has always fought top-level competition, or at least rising top-level competition, 
And you, you can go from there on what his ranking or viability is. But when sure. it comes to, like, Carla Esparza, the only people you have to rank her against are the people that she's fought because it's such a, a, a such a small yeah. sample. You know what I mean? Like, when you're like, oh, she, you know, she beat, you know, Thug Rose. Yeah, she beat her, like, seven years ago. <laughs> right, right. She's a different fighter. Like, Carla Esparza has never changed. I've watched her since that fight. She is the same fighter. Now, does she get wins? Yes. Does she get losses? Also, yes. You know, but at the same time, Thug Rhodes went from, you know, dominating people to losing one or two fights and then absolutely changing her entire outlook with Trevor Whitman. That's my yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the title, the, the, belt, uh, the fight she lost the title in to Andrade. She looked better than she had ever looked before in her life. Until she, she just, you know, on her neck. Yeah. And, and yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm willing to forgive that because there's no history. You know, you know who I sure. would I mean, people call it a fluke, but like that's not, you know, you know, if it was a fluke, she wouldn't got picked up in the first place. Like, you know, like well, I mean, it it happened. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna erase that it happened, but I get what you're saying. Like that's just like if if Amanda Nunes wins her her next fight and, and wins the title back, yeah, we get to scratch that kind of off. You know, like we get to write it off as oh but this even, happened or that happened. At, even look at like Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. We're like, in my opinion. That knee, yes, it was illegal, but it, it should not have ended the fight. And yeah, Aljamain speaking Sterling, of, let's let's just jump into that. Okay, uh, no, do, is that because do we got time for that? My or? Point, you know, my biggest point about yeah. that whole entire subject is fuck Aljamain Sterling, fuck him <laughs> right in the face, fuck him to death. If you are listening to this, fuck you, Aljamain Sterling, for sitting there and trying to make a champion out of somebody who didn't earn it. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you and everything you stand for. Because I was a fan of yours before that first Piotr Jan fight, and I watched live that whole fight. You lost. You were losing. There was nothing you could do to win except for fucking act like you got fucking knocked out at the right time. You're like, oh my god, I don't think I can go on all oh, this. So uh, allegedly. <laughs> I, allegedly. I, I wish I wish that I could keep going. Is that how any champion of any weight has ever, ever done anything in, in in the ufc no or in mma he just no. he You're, shouldn't have he never just, said he didn't deserve it you know uh well, he doesn't deserve it he will not win yeah. it there is nothing in my mind like short of a fucking fluke one punch knockout or a lucky shot i don't think he deserves it, to, i don't think he deserves the rematch to be to be very he, honest with you he didn't even deserve the i don't think hey Hey, did Nagano did Nagano get it already? Uh, 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 did they make an interim belt for him? I'm just saying, like, so. Well, but Nagano, Nagano almost had to fight somebody else. No, I'm just saying, Nagano almost had to fight someone else too. They were trying to give him another fight instead of the damn title fight to merge them. But uh, yeah, I think Aljamain Sterling should have had a fight before. I'm not even gonna lie to you, just to disrespect him. Well, and here here's the thing: I will always give. Uh, Al Jermaine Sterling, the the lead up to the first John fight, like he deserved to be there. He deserved the title shot. You he did, and you did, you did. You got no, you you praised him. But that the way that he took. Remember, okay, here's my best example. Remember when John Jones twelve six elbowed Matt Hamill into oblivion, and they ended the fight. And that's John Jones is technically only his loss on his record is that fight to Matt Hamill. Which he yeah. was being the from from the first round to whenever the fuck sure. it ended. 
So he earned that shit. But at the same time, Matt Hamill was sitting there like, look, I'm going to get the win on the disqualification, but I don't, I didn't win this fight. This was, this fight's not over, but I didn't win this fight up to this point. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm sorry for John Jones. Like, he, he's on record saying like, I, I'm sorry. Like, now. Yeah, he's a, and he's a man for saying that. Here's the thing. Uh, well, John well, Jones, well, well, he, he, he committed, last, he, he, he got disqualified because it was an illegal strike. Whether, whether they, we, we can talk about why they're illegal, but they were illegal. He did something illegal. So he deserves a loss. A, a million percent. Last four, the only thing that you're hearing about Matt Hamill within the last two years is, yeah, I'd fight John Jones again. Of fucking course you would. Of yeah. course you would. Because you talk about a guy that should have went to the PFL. <laughs> yeah, well, and, but that's the thing is like, of course you would fight John Jones. Of course everyone, I, I would fight John Jones. And I know I'd lose. Yeah. Like, I'm not winning that. Even on a fucking lucky punch, yeah, I'd I'm fight him. Out. Like, that's my biggest problem with Aljamain Sterling is he's acting like he earned this championship when he did not earn shit. He took advantage of a situation, and you saw it happen live. If you watched that fight card, you saw it happen live. He took, a, he took an illegal knee, which, I mean, everything after that, whatever. It was an illegal knee. You deserve to be punished. I don't think it should have ended the fight. But, you know, only a fighter would keep going. But Aljamain Sterling's not a fighter. He's a bitch. He's a punk, pussy, motherfucking bitch. And I hope he hears that. Because fuck you. Knock me out all you want. Beat my ass. You can't beat Piotr Jan, and it'll show when you guys fight next. It'll show. Because Piotr Jan's wrestling's just as good, if not better. His grappling, his clinch, so, everything. So future not, reference. <laughs> let alone, let alone his stand-up. Don't stand with Piotr Jan, you're going to lose. Don't go to the ground with him, you're going to lose. Don't clinch with him, you're going to lose. I hope I hope Jan just knocks him out points. pretty early on. Uh, I feel well, like I, I, hope it's Sterling. A, I hope it's either a five-minute fuckfest where Piotr Jan bends Aljamain Sterling no, and fucks him in front of the entire world. Or I hope it's a one-second knockout and Piotr Jan sets the, the, the record for fastest knockout. Either way, there is no way on hell, heaven, earth, nowhere where Piotr Jan loses this fight to Aljamain Sterling. No way. Aljamain Sterling shown his true colors, and he is a bitch who doesn't want the title for any other reason than just to have the title. Whereas Piotr Jan and a lot of these other fighters, they they want to win this. They want to win the title because the title means so much more. That means everything they've worked their life for. Aljamain Sterling showed that he doesn't care how he wins the belt. He yeah. didn't even show any remorse. He wasn't even like, oh, this sucks. Like, I don't want the title. No, he was he like, No, he did try to do that. And it no, was he so did, phony. He did. He did He's he a phony. Did, he, he did in the first interview after the fight. But after that, he was like, no, nah, it's my title. I'm the champ. He's like, no, 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 no. You're not the champ because you didn't beat the champ. You fucking copped out and won in a bullshit way. You, that, that, you but that's, that's that's an MMA thing. That is an MMA thing, and that's unfortunate. They gotta get that up out of here. Yeah, let's 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 put. Let me play devil's advocate, or rather, Yon did throw an illegal strike. No, he did. He, he did. did. And listen, listen, listen. I hate John Jones just like the next guy, even though you don't hate him. Uh, he threw an illegal strike just like John Jones always does, and he got called for it. Unlike John Jones, who only got called on it one time, that cost him a. A title, uh, a cost of a match. I'm just saying. Anyway, he did it, and that's that's messed up. So, as much as I hate it, that is the rule. 
and they went by it. Now, let me, let me, let me, I'm not going to lay into Al Jermaine Sterling. You definitely did that enough. But I no, will I'll state the facts. I'll do it fucking no, no, no. no, I, 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 Let me say this. He gets a ton of hate. Um, whether it's deserved or not. We cannot say for a million percent certain in a legal battle that he was perfectly fine to go on, right? Now, listen, we got two eyes, right? We got ears. We can see what happened. And we can, we can discern for ourselves that he probably wasn't truthful, right? Absolutely. Allegedly. He allegedly... No, if you were, if you were watching that shit, you knew he could go on. You you could see it in his fucking face. Don't, you can, don't take the allegedly away. We 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 try to they can demonetize the channel and all that shit. I, we, I can't. I can't do listen, that. Listen, 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 listen. He's a bitch. Sure he is. You can say that all the time. Here's the problem, though. Bitch, 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 bitch. The, the problem is... Yeah, I'm still through the illegal blow. That's the problem. Yeah. Yes, then that, that's unfortunate. And that's what brings us here. If he never throws that strike, we never he, we never go through this. Yon paid for that, and he he should have had to pay for that. You know, it's messed up. And he should, he should have lost a point towards the round, but he should have been able to at least finish the fight because the fight was about to end. He had just knocked him yeah. down, like he had yep. just knocked him down. Four rounds into the fight, he had taken absolute control, whereas he had. Pretty much total control through the fight up to that point. And the way they fight, the way they fight, uh, they're not going to knock each other out either. To be honest, uh, no, I thought that's, Jan, that's not yeah. true. Algernon Sterling came in in shape. He came in prepared. He could take what mm-hmm. Yon was throwing, but it was starting to wane. It they was, moved too fast. I don't think. I, no, 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 no. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. At, at the end, I'm just saying, like, like if we're being for real, I think it was going to go to distance. I don't think that either man could knock each other out because of the high skill set. And just what they could take. I think Aljamain Sterling was uh, not taking enough of that damage to actually get knocked out. Now, I'm saying I that knowing he was on the ground. I think, I, I think he came in hydrated. I think he came in with the right mind frame. I just think he was outclassed and outmatched. And when he threw yeah. that knee, his coaches probably looked at him like, you know, in my in like softball, for instance, like adult slow pitch softball. Sometimes. You know, if there's a guy that's about to bat who's running for somebody else on base and there's two outs and that guy's, you know, spot would come up when he's still on base, you walk the person that would be in front of that so you get the double out. You're sure you get the out at least. You know what I mean? You you, right. you, take, the, you take the win where the win is. Strategically, Aljamain Sterling played the right game. But in, in, in MMA, in fighting, in general, in combats, in, in sorry, in combatives, you do not bitch out like that because you will be exposed next time. And now he's had a year to recover after his surgery. He's had a year to, you know, like more than a year to sit there and put himself in good enough shape to fight. So when he comes out and he loses against Jan, oh, dude, it's, it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to take a literal shit on his life with with my low level ass like i'm going to literally film myself pooping on like a meme of his face like fuck that guy dude. <laughs> i fucking 
I loved Aljamain Sterling before that fight. Now, I'm not saying I was a bigger fan of his than I was of Jan's because I, I, I really thought Jan was the next coming into the division anyway, but I really wanted to see that matchup. And I really respected Aljamain Sterling for having, you know, Tony Ferguson it and gone through the trials and tribulations of trying to get to a title shot and, you know, winning every fight you need to win and still not getting it. And then finally you get it. I wanted to see that drive. But what I saw was somebody who's made it to this point and said, hey, at the end of the it's day, it's time to take shortcuts. <laughs> it's time to take shortcuts. But you know who doesn't take shortcuts? Fucking actual champions. Actual champions do look at GSP. He's retired for how long? And he's still doing high level gymnastics. Let's be fair. In his Juliana, free time. Juliana Pena. She's a champion and she didn't take any short shortcuts. Her face tells you so. Well, and I'll, yeah. I'll, give, I'll give Juliana Pena this. I'll give Juliana Pena this over Aljamain Sterling. At the very least, she withstood a storm and then won yes. Yes. decisively. It's not like yes. Aljamain Sterling who withstood a storm and then coughed out. No, had Aljamain Sterling taken that knee and been like, you know, I probably should, but I'm gonna. And then he went on and then, you know, he went on to lose. Dude, I want to see that rematch because I want to see if Aljamain Sterling really was fucked up or if he was just outmatched and got hit by, you know, a lucky shot that made it look weird. But that's not the case. Aljamain Sterling took the first exit he could onto Pleasure Town. And here we are, like, Hearing what this motherfucker has to say about anything, and then he's talking shit about Piotr Jan, who has since then, like, dude, the the Sandhagen Jan fight, that was a better matchup and a better fight than the first Sterling Jan fight. Like, yeah. what are we talking about when you're like, you're talking about championship levels, Aljamain? You should have to face Corey Sandhagen before you get Piotr Jan next. Like, fuck you, dude. Seriously, you're gonna sit there and act like a champion? You can lick my fucking ass. Like, I fucking hate that. No, I fucking hate that shit, dude. You're gonna sit there and act like a champion when you've done nothing to earn it. You've done nothing to earn it at all. And yet, there's two other guys, at least, in that same loaded bantamweight division that you're gonna, you're gonna sit there and watch their fight and be like, oh, I'm better than both of these guys. No, you didn't even decisively beat the one guy. You've never faced the other guy. Sorry, wait, no, he might have faced uh, Sandhagen once. I might be wrong about that. He might, I think he jumped, uh, jumped him into uh, a guillotine early, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Aljamain Sterling jumped <laughs> Corey Sandhagen. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, 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 he, he beat him before. Early. Yeah, he beat okay, him okay, before. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting a little intense in terms of whatever, but at the same time, even that fight, you catch a lucky submission. And you're going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm the champion, even though you got your shit pushed in for fucking four and a half rounds before you decided that this was your opportunity to take it. Had that fight ended the way it was supposed to, it would have gone to decision, assuming, and Piotr Jan would have won. Like, look at the stats. Piotr Jan landed more strikes, more significant strikes. He had more takedowns. He had more submission attempts. He had more ground control. He had more octagon control. There was no part of that fight that Aljamain Sterling was leading at all. At all. And he's going to sit there and act like, oh, he deserves to be the champion? Fuck you, dude. You didn't even control one of the fights that your last fight met. Like, and he hasn't fought since because of, oh, he, oh I, I'm recovering from injuries. I, I have this and that. Yeah, well, real champions fight. Real champions go out there and fight. So... What what I'm saying let's, about let's hope let's hope that he does actually fight. Uh, well, and does, it, 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 
He's got to be stripped. If, he's got to be stripped if he doesn't fight uh, Jan. I don't think, man. I well, think I think remember, gonna he happen. Already he's probably going to get eye poked. He's going to get eye poked. And, and he was and, and, he uh, was kind of technically stripped anyway because the Jan Sandhagen fight was in turn. Right, 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 right. So that's the thing is like you're going to sit there and be like, I'm the champ. No, you're fucking not. You're not even the fucking third best in your division, you motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Like, don't sit there and take all this fucking time to sit there and call people out, sit there and talk about how great you are and like how this guy doesn't do this and this guy doesn't do that. When you didn't even win your fucking title on a finish, not even a decision, you won it on a technicality. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, that'd be like me saying I out, uh, I beat Barry Bonds in a home run competition because Barry Bonds didn't show up. <laughs> of course, I beat him in a home run competition. He wasn't even there. In your, in your, <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking hate. Oh. I hate this whole situation oh, because I used to like Aljamain Sterling. I liked this Jan Sterling fight in the beginning. This one's gonna be and called Barry Bonds. <laughs> Dude, it's not even gonna make sense to people. What? Right? Well, it, it, <laughs> Okay, how about this? You say you beat Mike Trout or Shohei Otani in a home run derby that they didn't even show up to. Is it really beating him? No, it's not. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's called Barry Bonds. Don't worry about it, Barry Bonds. <laughs> we always get the name of the show like right, right um at the end, right at the end, always. Is I there just, is there I, anything? Go ahead. I, I fucking hate this whole Jan Sterling situation because the entire the entirety of the thing. And like, even think about recently. So they were supposed to headline a UFC event, right? Well, right. Algerman Sterling's not exciting enough to fucking headline an event. So they put him as the undercard to Vulcan Husky versus whoever the fuck he's fighting next. Korean zombie. Zombie, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's fighting zombie. The zombie deserves to be there, man. Like, just like yeah, I said, Carla, as far as this kind of like where she is, versus, they both are where they are. But versus John Sterling, too? No. The only thing that's wrong with Jan Sterling too is Sterling. That is the only <laughs> thing wrong with that fight. But if, if we're Sterling being fair, I, dude, I would rather see Jan versus Sandhagen seven than Jan Sterling two. As would I. As would I. As would I. Spoken. On that note, it, was there any anything else? You'd like to say to the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Algermain Sterling. Fuck you right in your face. Fuck your family. Fuck your ancestors. Fuck everything that you ever uh, have. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Let's chill out on that because okay, uh, well, that dude could, yeah, that dude could, you know. We, we just, we're, we're, let me put it like this, Algermain <laughs> Sterling. We, we're, a lot of this is in jest, okay? We don't need no, to make any I'm money off this joking. podcast. Fuck you. No, listen, 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 listen. The, the ancestor stuff, because those are kind of my ancestors, too. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but check okay, it out. Well, okay, okay. Well, okay, okay, if just, we're going to go but, that deeply. Dress it up as much you? as you, dress it up as much as you can. I want you to, to dress it up, okay. not because you've already stripped it down. Okay. Dress it up. And tell no, him how this is. I'll dress it up. I'll dress it up. Algermain Sterling. No cursing. No cursing. Okay, okay, no cursing. Algermain Sterling, you, your mama's family, your daddy's family. No, 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 no. 
Oh, oh, no, honestly, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get him to show up at my fucking front door and whip my No, ass. but he might try to he might try to sue us or something over something. He's not going to do shit. He, he doesn't even know how to sue people. He's going to have his fucking... No, he's not... He has too many things already with Kyoto Yan that he can't compensate for. Like, we're not going to fucking slander his name by saying we don't want him to win. Like, I don't want... Dude, him to well, win. there we go. We don't want you to win. <laughs> Well, and yeah. here, let me let me. Oh, you're right. That's pretty good. Let me dress it up for you. I, not only no, no, his family stuff, no personal stuff. Just okay, okay, whatever. I like fuck his family, but still at the same time, at the same time, they didn't do anything. But Alderman Sterling, I do not think you will win. I do not think you have the nuts to win. You will not show up and show Piotr Jan anything you showed him in the first fight differently. Like, what what are you expecting from this fight? More fame? Just like another 15 seconds in the limelight? You're not a champion, and if your actions haven't proven that to yourself, then you don't understand what it means to be a fucking champion. And I'm saying that as somebody who's not a fucking champion at anything. So, like, <laughs> let's let's take my inadequacies and put them onto yours, dude. You got to realize when you're a fucking loser, you're a fucking loser. You're just at a higher level. So that's what I have to say. Mm, I like that. Sterling. Like Sorry that. for the cussing. Oh yeah, that's way too late for that. Uh, <laughs> but know. like, and you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. This dude must send a cease and desist letter. I can't put that out over MMA Torch. This is definitely sport because you've been sports entertainment. <laughs> that shit cannot go on Spreaker. Okay. Uh, or you, or YouTube. I'm or sorry. YouTube. Okay. If you if if you want me to dress it up a little bit more so you can edit it, I can't. No, I can't. No, it's too much. I can't take the F bombs okay. out, and I don't. I want to unsay anything we've said. He, because well, no, nothing. I'll say, say this. Hopefully, I, hopefully, he understands people's sore displeasure with him one day. No, seriously. Does, do you see what he tweets? He doesn't. No, no, no. Hopefully, one day he does. Not everybody stays like that. He might be one that does, but maybe he. Let's hope that he gets out of it. In My point years, is, in twenty years, I hope he puts out a tweet that says. Hey, for all those guys that hated me back in the yawn thing, you were right. If he puts that out, then I'll I'll make it a full scale apology. But people can change. But right now, this guy is like Conor McGregor without the clout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Oh, like, he's been there. Like, like Henry Cejudo has more street cred than Aljamain Sterling, and that's fucking sad. Like, that's <laughs> that's really fucking sad. So Henry Cejudo would destroy that guy. <laughs> He really well, would. Henry, look, let, let's be honest. We all want to see Henry Cejudo fight again, but nobody wants to give him what he wants to see him to fight again because we don't think he earned it. Like, <laughs> I, I, True, true. And you know what it was? It's unfortunate because it was a Mighty Mouse fight. It really was. It was a, it was a Mighty Mouse fight. No, for and then me, he went it's on when and... he left. For me, it's when he left. Like, the Mighty Mouse fight led up to me being like, all right, maybe he could, he could, he earns the clout, the money, and everything like that. But then it's like how he left. He just left so suddenly, and he's just like, okay, well, now I want to come back and fight Volkanovski. And now I want to yeah, fight this guy. I don't know. It's like, no, 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 you don't just get to do that. You're not Conor McGregor. You can slap any snake against the ground that you want to. You're not that way. Nobody was like, oh my God, Conor McGregor, Henry Cejudo, what's the difference? No, nobody said that. <laughs> nobody nobody attacks Henry Cejudo's pub in Ireland because of him being Henry Cejudo. No, nobody cares about Henry Cejudo. Nobody. And that's what Dana White's trying to say is like, hey, man, come back, win a fight or two, maybe probably just one, and you'll get whatever title shot. But you can't just come back calling for title shots because you're not Conor McGregor. 
and Conor McGregor can't do it anymore either. And he can't you know. either. You're absolutely right. Yeah. When he broke Not his anymore. foot over Dustin Poirier, he at least has to fight one non-title fight to get back into the title contention. Like, what the hell is wrong with these guys? Yeah, money's there, sure, but like. This is not the UFC of 10 years ago where you make your name on being Brock ass Lesnar. You know what I mean? Like, and and there was nothing wrong with him making his name like that. Because Brock Lesnar no, no, as at an the MMA, time, there's it? nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, True. who beat Brock Lesnar? Cain Velasquez. Uh, okay, yeah. So he was great yeah. at one point. And then and Alistair, and Alistair Overeem. Yeah. Alistair Overeem, who then got knocked out like a fucking. No, no, but, but, but like, no, no, no. That's not. So, so Brock was a legitimate athlete. Okay, he was. Yes, and not, yes, just, yes, he, he was. He was. He was. He was a triple A. He was. I'm, I'm sorry. He was. He was an amateur wrestler that had an amazing amateur wrestling career in college, an amazing WWE career that actually did have to count for something because they just threw his ass in mixed martial arts. Now, listen, Brock made good on his promise and made good on what he was his skill set, right? They did it again with CM Punk and he failed. So don't act as if Brock Lesnar did not but that's what CM, he did. CM Punk CM Punk was not an all American division one wrestler. He was not. No, he no, 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 no. So that's no. that's different. That's just straight up different. But when it comes to I, Cejudo I was just, I was just versus, trying to give him his props. I was just trying to the Cejudo versus Brock Lesnar, similar wrestling pedigrees I would argue Cejudo's is probably better, you know, because he was yeah. in the Olympics. I'd actually say Cejudo would win pound for pound. Yeah, Cejudo's better. Pound, yeah. pound for pound, I think Cejudo's a better wrestler. But the yeah, thing he is, Cejudo. So what? Cejudo would knock him out too. Like if they had the same weight class, he'd knock him out. And, and I think he would at least work him over. He, dude, the the one thing I really did like about Cejudo was his cardio. Like he just fucking went after it, and that's the thing is like. With Mighty Mouse, it's so crazy because, like, even in the fight that, you know, Mighty Mouse technically lost, you're sitting there saying, like, I don't really see where Mighty Mouse is losing. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, Here, you want to know the crazy part? I don't think Cejudo should have lost that first one. I think he was just too much too soon for him. I think he was good enough to win the first one and rooted for him and thought he would have won it. On the, on the, on the, contrary, the first Mighty Mouse. I, I, and then, on, the, on, on the contrary, I don't think Cejudo should have won the second one. <laughs> hey, hey, crazy, right? I was like, man, he should just won the first one. I think he he didn't understand what he was in, and he got blitzed, and it was over in a flash. And if you look at his fights now, besides the Mighty Mouse fight, that's how he beat Dillashaw. That's how he beat Cruz. Well, yeah, same way he lost the Mighty Mouse, he lost in a flash. Well, he knows he, how to do it to any other. Yeah. When he re when he retired, like just so suddenly, you're like, no, 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 keep going, keep going. This is what we want to see. Come talk your shit and win your fights, but don't just like yeah. talk shit for like two fights and then all of a sudden you're gone. Don't do that. And that's my to be biggest fair, problem. That was, that's was my no one else problem. left. That's my biggest problem with Henry Cejudo is that he came in like a wreck, like Miley Cyrus. He came in like a wrecking ball for like two seconds and then he just bounced and was like all of a sudden he's now demanding all these title fights and all these money fights i was like no 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 no, dude you're not that level like conor mcgregor talks shit at, at a high level coming into his high level fights remember he knocked a bunch of scrubs out and then he came and knocked jose aldo out and then he knocked this guy and he knocked that guy and like he was like he was always relevant he his shit talk always ended up paying off until it yeah, didn't even when he did it to floyd mayweather which was relatively recently, and you can even put the Mayweather fight into that too. But like, we all knew he was going to lose that fight because it wasn't MMA rules; it was only boxing. 
you know, like yeah. that's the thing is like I watched a video of Jake Paul kicking uh, kicking like pads the other day, and I'll tell you this one thing. Does it look like it might hurt? Sure. Does it look like it's something natural? Absolutely not. That motherfucker looked about as new and fresh to kicking a bag as I've ever seen. And I've been kicking bags for the last 10 years, at least. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I kick harder. I'm not saying I kick better. I'm saying that I know what no, it no, looks no. Like somebody naturally. I'll say this. Hey, we'll, we'll end on this note, too. I'll say this. Jake Paul's talking to a lot of people. And he has Mike Tyson. He was just seeing what Mike Tyson was yesterday, the weekend, whatever. He's talking to a lot of people, man. He's got a lot of clout. This guy knows how to be on television. So does his brother. And his brother isn't even a good fighter. You know? Here's the thing. The sad part is is that Logan Paul is riding yeah. Jake Paul's coattails. And Jake Paul, between the two of them, is the only one who has actual fighting, like, talent. Yes. Yes. But you know what? That's fine. I'm okay with it. Because they did help create each other, you know, with their their social media success so sure, it, is, sure. it is it is what it is it is what it is i don't want to talk about how another man makes his money because you know that that's well, not i'm not trying to watch his pockets and i'm not saying you're doing that i'm just i don't want people to think that that's my knock on them at all i'm not knocking them uh what i'm saying is um jake paul found something he he's a millionaire the dude's already got more money than you and i do uh right. and <laughs> You know, combined lifetime on the most money we've ever made still ain't nothing to what he's done. Point being is he found a craft and and honed it, right? Now he could do that again. He's got the money. I mean, hell, look at Bruce. He's like a modern day Bruce Wayne. He's like, I'm gonna start boxing. Boom, he becomes a boxer. I'm, I'm just not saying he's the greatest boxer in the world or nothing, but here's another problem. He's cool with Mike Tyson. Imagine if Mike Tyson teach him. How to box. You're really going to see what the fuck he's made out of. And, you're gonna be like, uh -uh. and here's, the, here's the thing. Like, it's not impossible. We saw how, we saw that he's a legitimate boxer and that uh, people coming up to him who aren't shouldn't do this or they're going to lose their lives. Well, huh. and here, yeah. here, here's, here's the problem. And like people talk about the uh, Woodley fight, the, the second Woodley fight being like, you know, faked and whatnot. We're like, whatever. You can put that aside. Nah. But at the same time, I'm excited to watch Jake Paul's next fight. Logan Paul, he could fight Floyd Mayweather. Oh, wait, he did, and I didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, I don't give a fuck about Logan Paul. Nobody gives a fuck about Logan Floyd Paul. Floyd did it for the money. Floyd did it for the money, and that's well, fine. Yeah, so Floyd Mayweather is always about the money, but when it comes to Logan Paul versus Jake Paul, if if it's Logan Paul on the card, I'm not buying it. If it's Jake now, Paul on the card, here's, I will buy it. Here's where I'm gonna leave everybody on a cliffhanger because we can't. I gotta go. We can't talk yeah. about this any longer. But here's the cliffhanger. Logan Paul wants to start different promotions and stuff, right? Does he want to be in a boxer promoter? Does he want to be an MMA promoter? <laughs> yeah, fight promoter. He's gonna do all of it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is there anybody out there that that can box that or that that name's been thrown around as boxing that's not a boxer? High level name in the combat sports world. We talked about it earlier. There, there's a lot of them, honestly. Kamaru. Oh, but there's Francis Ngannou. Close. There you go, Francis Ngannou. Who wants out? Who wants to get paid like they deserve? And who's been who's been throwing their name out there to fighting top level boxers? But here's here's the hold on, hold on, hold on. Deontay oh, Wilder oh. versus Francis Ngannou in <laughs> October. <laughs> with Jake Paul. Hold on, with Jake Paul. 
You telling me that's impossible? Because I'm wait, telling wait, you, wait, that's, that's the, the paradigm the, shift that ends UFC. What, what, because what, then they don't have it, to go to Calder, Jake Paul versus Francis Ngannou, or who is Francis Ngannou fighting? Deontay Wilder? No, 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 no. Yeah, Wilder, Wilder. Okay, no, you can't start. You can't start Francis off at that level. Same thing as like when a when when you put Listen, McGregor versus he, Mayweather, it's like yeah, McGregor probably could have beaten some actual. Contestant. How much money did it? How much money did it make? McGregor can lose to the Wilder in this fight. Talking about, we're not talking about money. We're talking about merit. You know, no, we mean? are. No, we are. Listen, 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 listen. The only merit these two guys have is that they're big motherfuckers that that are heavyweights and can knock each other out. That they got power. That's it. Because Conor McGregor never deserved to fight Floyd Mayweather in a million zillion years. Never. His striking is clean. I will give him that. But he punches like a bitch, and Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather all but said that in that interview right afterwards. But that wasn't the point of any of that. It was a point of making a lot of money. And guess what? The way you make a lot of money in combat sports, and we talked about Brock Lesnar switching over, you know, to uh to MMA is by having heavyweights that mean something. They just had Muhammad Ali Day in Illinois yesterday. You think that don't mean nothing? That means everything. Heavyweight boxing, heavyweight combat sports is where it's at. That's why Cyril Gaon versus Francis Nagano means everything because that is a way that someone with a visionary mind and somebody who can walk it like they talk it and back it up, Jake Paul can say, hey, Come to me. I'll make you all the money you want to make. You don't believe me? I'll knock this guy out and look how much money he made. Right? The, now, Jake Paul, don't, listen, hold on. Jake Paul doesn't have to fight you. He can say, hey, here's the crazy part. Guess who else ain't fighting right now? John Jones. Hey, you want to fight John Jones, Nagano? Cool. I, I, how much got, how money you guys want? Uh, 15 million piece? There you go. Set it up. Done. October. But here's the problem is, Jake Paul's next fight can't be a true money fight. And here, here's the problem. is You can do that with Logan and maybe make some money. No, I'm not talking about Jake Paul fighting these guys. I'm talking about him being the fight promoter. That's what I'm telling you. No, He's been no, trying, no, no. No, 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 listen. Jake's, listen. Jake is no, no. Jake has been playing the long game. He has quietly played, paid Askren and Tywan Woodley more money than they've made anywhere. Yeah. That's what he's doing. And you know what he's doing? He's calling out Dana White, too. While, on the other hand, John Jones and Nagano, your two top head, two of your top heavyweights, are calling out Dana White. Put the spotlight on him. Saying, and, and Dana, meanwhile, Jake, Jake Paul is just happy to win fights, too, against MMA people. I don't know who he's going to fight next, but here's the fucking problem. But that's, that's where I was getting He's still running his mouth, and you're still looking bad. And if the worse you look, the more chance he has to go, hey man, the more chance he has to sway anybody over there. Anybody over there. And that's, if he gets real big, go ahead. I was going to say, that's my point about Jake Paul, though, is right now he's on a trajectory that means he has to fight actual fighters next. Because Tyron Woodley is supposed to be an actual fighter. Nobody took the Ben Askren fight seriously. Yeah. Nobody took sure. the Nate Robinson fight seriously. But everybody took both Woodley fights seriously. And look he what he doesn't have to. But listen, he doesn't have to take. He doesn't have to be a winner in order to promote. He doesn't. He yeah, just has to come. Listen, he's the fighter. Listen, Logan. He doesn't have to fight. 
No, he's promoting them too. But you get what I'm you get what I'm saying. They, they, they work as a tandem. They work as a team. So they, I, I don't do, I don't really separate them. They do, but I, I will say until the day I die that right now in this frame of time, uh, Jake Paul is literally the person carrying that yeah. entire dynamic. Like it's well, not 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 if if Logan's the one doing all the promoting. You see what I'm saying? But that's it's a two way here. Promote he can't promote if Jake's not winning fights because Logan's not gonna he obviously didn't beat Mayweather. Like Logan's sure. on a losing streak technically. But Jake Paul Jake Paul can 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 lose fights and it's fine. You know why? Because he's still out there making them. But and everybody's how many gonna take lose. If he if he fights Tommy That Fury, I don't know. That I don't know. That I don't know. Fury or even Mike Tyson, like there's a rumor of him fighting, and he loses to either one or both of them. Like then, 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 then it's all gone. It's Mike fucking no. It's Mike Tyson. It's Mike Tyson, and it's no, not no, about it's him. It's still about gone, people. It's, it's still no. gone because Mike Tyson no. did what he did against Roy Jones Jr. And now people are thinking that he might be a legitimate threat to take take out like Deontay Wilder. You know what I mean? So if you if you lose to Mike Tyson, you lose that clout too. You know, so no, like he doesn't lose any clout. No, he Dude. absolutely does, and especially if he goes no. to MMA, where he because we, be like he's never videos. He he's showing videos of him kicking pads, kicking pads. Now you I'm know when he fights somebody when who's held yeah. pads for fifth degree taekwondo senpais. I'm telling you from people who held it for people that are technically professional fighters. He does not have the hip speed to be a kicker in MMA. His kicks may hurt if you let him land, but they do not come fast. They're not impressively hard. It's not like watching Jose Aldo back in the He day. just started, though. This dude picked up boxing but pretty he's quick. But he's 25 years old. Do you think that 25 years old, you're going to be able to just come up with these fucking... One question. Oh. One question. One question. Would he be better than CM Punk at MMA? That's not a, that's not a fair question. Yes, the fuck it is. No, CM Punk should have never been in, a, in MMA. Other than his and neither should Jake Paul. What, no, what no, 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 no. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. This is CM Punk's. This is where. This is where. Yeah, that's his real name. This is where uh, <laughs> pro wrestling actually gets smashed when it comes to combat sports. Like this is where it takes the L. You know. Here's I don't what usually I'm, like. Here's what I'm saying. Oh, this is where it takes the L. You can be an athlete and a professional wrestler, and be, you can be a professional athlete as a professional wrestler. Yes, yes. Does that mean that your shit's going to translate over? Not if you've just been a professional wrestler. Is there a formula? Maybe. But let me tell you something. Most of your moves are illegal. You can't even do 95% of the shit that you would in a pro wrestling ring. So I don't know what would translate over, but maybe someone does. But yeah, well, you're set up to fail because you can't even do what you're trained to do. But yeah, you're you're a legitimate athlete. That's fine. But you're... It's like going from basketball to baseball, like Michael Jordan did. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, here, here's what I'll, here's, here, I don't know if this agrees or disagrees with, with what you're saying necessarily, but CM Punk versus Jake Paul. Okay, so if they were to fight Mickey Gall, CM Punk loses ten out of ten times. I think Jake Paul can legitimately beat Mickey Gall. Now that's no, the difference. Because uh, Sage Sage Northcutt couldn't. So no. Okay, that's well, who I. Who's how I see him, man? Where I get what you're saying. Where is Sage Northcutt right now? Not uh, I don't know, but he, last time I seen him, he got sent to the hospital when he went to one championship fighting. 
He exactly. went, he went with his, what, he went with his buddy, saying, uh, Eddie Alvarez. Those two yeah, no, cows. What I'm saying is that if you were to take Jake Paul's skill set right now with him kicking the pads as weakly as I think he does versus CM Punk at any point, I think not only does Jake Paul beat CM Punk in a straight-up fight no matter what the size or weight, but at the same time, you can't compare that because, like, remember what Mickey Gall did to CM Punk? I can't imagine that necessarily happens to Jake Paul where he just gets taken down and dominated like some sort of yeah. Randy Couture versus James Tony. No, Gold. he's he's str- he's stronger than that. You you could you see you can see that Jake Paul's actually yeah, yeah. strong. Like, so you can actually see he's actually not, strong. I can see J- uh, using the scrubs, and- but at the same time, when it comes to like, what is Jake Paul gonna like go in and face Kamar Usman? Is he gonna face Israel Osana? No, is he? He wants like, to face uh, Masvidal, but that's in a boxing ring. But at the same so. time, who's he really gonna go face in MMA? Nobody. Because his grappling is not going to be there. Even if his striking and his leg kicks come around, your wrestling and your grappling will not. And I can tell you that as somebody who learned wrestling and grappling later in life. You know, like, it, it's not the same thing. You don't have the same flexibility. Even even when you gain flexibility, you don't have the same flexibility as if you've been doing it no, for I, I got you. 15 years. So, like, I don't know. No, it's, it's the same thing as when you're a gymnast, when you're a college gymnast. Uh, with your bone structure versus your you being a gymnast at like eleven, you yeah. know if you if you start gymnastics later in your life, your bone structure is very different. It's yes. weird because once you stop, if you do gymnastics and you're a woman, you're gonna be thick as hell. Whenever if you if you start early in life and then stop, thick, right? Look at Dominic yeah. Dawes. Look at uh, Sean Johnson. If you Simone start Biles. late, huh? Simone Biles. Sure, sure. She she she's had to super, stop for long. She's like she had to stop short. yet. Well, she's super short, but she's super thick. Right, but but she hasn't even she hasn't even aged yet. Wait until she yeah. gets older, like old. But like even uh uh, uh Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. That's swimming. That's swimming. But yes, my point yeah. is like uh you're 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 not gonna have that same bone bone structure because uh the uh, female college gymnast Jesus, have you seen one of them? Tree right. trunk. Crazy, Tree and yeah. it's stupid. They're they, they're the exact opposite of uh they're, yeah they legs look like tree trunks. They they're the exact opposite of what someone who started uh gymnastics at a very early age looks like. But I don't. But they're still gymnasts though. So I I'm giving Jake Paul benefit of the doubt. Do I think that he'll do anything in MMA? Not really. But I'm gonna give him more benefit of the doubt than uh. CM Punk because he has another athletic skill, you know. And here's the problem with CM Punk. You know what I why what I hate him for besides the garbage he's lying about on uh, AEW television? It's because he could have legitimized wrestling, pro wrestling, in a way that it it, it, it would have never fallen from if had he been successful. You know what I mean? It would have been like, wow, man, CM Punk, that's the guy that went from pro wrestling to blah blah blah. Like, because everybody skipped that about Brock Lesnar. Sure, he's strong and stuff, but it was all about his amateur wrestling, not his pro yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Now he earned his name in pro wrestling, and we saw the shit he could do. So yes, pro wrestling was definitely a big factor in why he got to where he was. But it was about that legitimate athletic background. And CM Punk could have made because he's never had any training anywhere. He could have made pro wrestling a legitimate athletic background, but he didn't. He didn't. 
But at the same time, like, look at the Ben Askren. Fight. If he had done well, if he had done well, would you have been like, oh, okay, I can kind of see how a pro wrestler could do it? Sure. Why not? No, not, not pro wrestler. No, I'd have been like, what did he learn besides being a fake actor through pro wrestling? Like, I, I don't think pro wrestling. He doesn't even act. That's the thing. He's not even a fake actor. He well, just that, that's on the his problem. Line. Like, I would take The Rock more seriously or John Cena more seriously than I would take Bill fucking Brooks. But at the same time, Look at the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight. It was like a bona fide, lifelong, famous career collegiate amateur wrestler versus somebody who only boxes in a boxing fight. And we saw what happened. What? What? Else I don't know why he would ever do that in his life. When, when, when he disrespected wrestling. When Ben Askren couldn't take you down, what happened? He got knocked the fuck out. He got knocked the fuck out the fastest he in just, US he history. Combat sports. Him and James they, Tony, to be honest. Well, they just shouldn't have done it. You know, like honestly, but between the two of them, between Tony and Ben Askren, I think Askren belonged there more. But at the same time, when you get knocked out in five seconds by Jorge Masvidal because you just wanted to take him down and you didn't even have like a game plan otherwise, you deserve that shit. You know what I mean, like. That that's that's the problem. Is like we're we're, compa- we're we're comparing Phil Brooks or AKA CM Punk to people that actually fight and actually do things. CM Punk was a true WWE wrestler who did things before he got there that got him enough credibility to even try. But at the same time, Jake Paul took Ben Askren, who's arguably one of the best amateur wrestlers, collegiate wrestlers, whatever you want to say. Has ever existed. He invented funk wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like, we're talking about that versus somebody who only throws haymakers and who only knows how to box in a boxing haymaker match. Like, we, we can't compare that. <laughs> I, 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 I like, I, but I do I would, like that, that I'll how you, how you, did, I'll you gave CM Punk his props, though. You actually did. You know? Well, I'll, uh, I'll, but, I'll give him his props to stepping yeah. in the octagon, but I'll also put this out there. And I'm not joking in any sort of way. If you were to take me and my wrestling versus Jake Paul and his wrestling, I would still take me. I would still take me. If there was no boxing. I'm fine with that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, if there I, was no boxing or stand-up involved, I'd take me and my skills on wrestling and grappling and stuff like that over Jake Paul's knowledge of the ground every day. Every day. And that's me. So I would take it six I'm out not of mad ten. at that. I'm not six, mad at that. Six out of ten times, I feel like I would beat Jake Paul. But then he's gonna go. He's gonna go face a guy that would beat both of us every time, hands down, in a wrestling grappling competition, in a boxing match. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> well, are you fucking- my, here, here's my point. Well, we got we ran off on a tangent with that. But my point was that Jake <laughs> Paul is a. But look, think about that though. Look at the range of Jake Paul and just what he's doing. That is all I meant. Is that we went from there to there, just talking about him boxing well, think I'm about that no, like, no, 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 no. you had to talk about philip brooks in a way you never talked about philip brooks because jake paul was at the center of that shit because he can make that shit happen so when i say when i say francis nagano versus either deontay wilder or john jones in october that is not far-fetched at all. The man is talking to Mike Tyson right now. I don't know what he knows. I don't know what he's learning. Guess what? You want to be for real? 
Francis Nagano versus <gasps> Mike Tyson. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's ridiculous, right? No, 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 no. Listen, Mike Tyson ain't no bitch. You think? No, you think I don't think Mike Tyson's a bitch. I just think Francis Ngannou would be just so outclassed. Sure, maybe, but Mike Tyson's old as fuck to be doing any of this. <laughs> oh, also, right, right. So if he can't Mike be old, over but it's still Ngannou. yes, it's still it's still Mike Tyson. It's still Mike Tyson, right? But it's still Nagano too. Look, yeah. look, look, look. Okay, okay, maybe just maybe. Mike Tyson versus a man who doesn't really have a whole lot in front of him because he'll never fight for the championship again unless somebody else takes it from Wilder, which they will. I mean, uh, uh, Fury. Wilder. Tyson versus Wilder. October. Okay, but at the same time, Tyson versus Wilder has not come up until that exact second. I will take Tyson versus Wilder as a legitimate MMA fight, or sorry, a, a legitimate fight before I play a ball. Before I take Jake Paul versus an MMA fighter, you know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. My point is, he's at the center. It's going to be on Triller. It's going to be on Triller. It's going to be on Triller, though. It doesn't matter where you're going to take it at. It doesn't matter. I'll pay for it. I'll I'll give him that money. I'll be one of those contributing to the sixty million dollars those fucking assholes. You see where I'm going with this? Uh, On Triller, on Triller, and and look, you brought back Mike Tyson, the man that brought back Mike Tyson to wrestling, because he already did fight in Triller, right? The man that brought Mike Tyson back back to Triller, the man that got. John Jones Nagano Nagano over the fight. He take he take he take all he needs to do is take a he already got a couple MMA guys, right? Yeah. If he takes Conor McGregor over there, now people are starting to look at pockets and go, wow, John Jones went over there. Uh I mean uh not John Jones, I'm sorry. Uh, uh Nagano went there and he had a bright future in the UFC. And um so and and, and uh Conor McGregor went over there. Not a bright future, but this this is a money guy. Like Okay, like something's happening here. Maybe I might want to look outside of this place. Maybe I don't want to resign that contract when it comes up. Maybe I want to look at Triller because I'm a boxer too. It's mixed martial arts. These people aren't wrong necessarily to think that they can do this too. Yeah, you're right. To do it on a, to do it on the exact same level as someone who's boxed their entire lives. Maybe that's ridiculous. Maybe. But if you want boxer too, check it out. Holly Holm. That's your example right there. That's your example. It's going the other way. But shit, come on. Holly, can Holly Holm go back to fucking boxing? Yes. Shit. That's what we're talking about, though. Well, the, she can just, just go back to fucking boxing. The difference is, is Holly Holm could transition right now back to boxing and people wouldn't question it. But if you're going to take somebody like Jake Paul and be like, oh, he wants to go to MMA, it's just like, oh, fucking good luck. Like, remember- no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's why I'm leaving him out of this because I don't know what he's doing. I, I'm leaving him out of this in terms of the physical part of it. I'm just keeping him in there in terms of his name being the one bringing up these other names. Him and the Paul, him and Logan, the Paul brothers, bringing these guys in here doing that stuff. I'm saying that's a legitimate threat. It is. It's been a legitimate threat to me since this guy started doing this, because I said, man, I said, this dude can actually box. And I don't think people know that. And then nobody knew. And he started knocking people out. And now you're believing what he says when he says it. Because he, t- he said, I'm going to knock Tyron Woodley out. Okay. Well, you did that. He said, he's going to knock out other guys. Now, how legitimate it is, doesn't matter. He said he was going to do it. You know? And they, and they agreed to this, which is bizarre. But my point is, so the final thought on would you like to even see that? Just a yes or no, we wrap it up there. 
Which, would you like to see? Which, okay, which one? We're talking about a lot of guys. Which which? Would you like to see? Uh, you know, Nagano and them cost. Uh, Nagano, Jones, McGregor. Would you like to see a mass ex? Uh, not mass exodus, but a sort of renaissance of people going to the uh, Chitrilla and the Paul brothers and and starting the box. Yeah, yes and no. If it mean like in terms of the UFC, I don't fucking care. If you can't hack in the UFC, of course you're gonna go to Triller, of course you're gonna go to one or Bellator or PFL and make your money. But in terms of like legitimate fighting, no, I don't fucking care what happens after this Ngannou Ghana fight in terms of boxing. I don't care in terms of like John Jones or Henry Cejudo or Conor McGregor. If you can't hack it in the UFC. You have no place in my ranking systems. So if Jake Paul wants to try to hack it in UFC, I'll consider him because of what he's done so far. But at the same time, I'm not expecting much because he's going to get taken down. He's going to get beaten by a better wrestler because of inevitably he'll have to face one. You know, so we're, we're, we're really yeah. talking about like, do, do I think that the money is better in the UFC or Triller or, you know, one of these other you know, promotions. No, I don't think it's better anywhere other than the other. I think it's based on what you do. So if Francis Ngannou can beat Cyril Gane, yeah, he's going to make more money somewhere else or even with the UFC, he might make more money. But at the same time, he's going to have to face somebody good like John Jones or Daniel Cormier or whoever the fuck. Or if Jake Paul, you know, comes in and knocks out whoever the fuck he's supposed to fight next, he's going to have to face somebody good eventually to keep the views going because you're not going to be able to like let's say jake paul comes in and knocks out conor mcgregor in his next fight whatever or even tommy fury who's he going to fight next it's got to be something good yeah. or you're not going to watch right sure exactly so i'm not afraid of combat sports future because these guys all have to fight somebody next who can beat them so you can get away with one more easy fight each you're going to have to fight somebody eventually that can beat you in order to keep people watching. You like think about the Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. People watched Pacquiao and Mayweather separately until it became inevitable for them to fight, and then they fought, and it was like the most disappointing fight in history. Yeah. And here we are right now, to where we're like, oh man, like is Mayweather even worth watching? Is Pacquiao even worth watching? Like. It's the same thing, like so. So I think you have to you have to play to the competition you want to be at. If you're Jake Paul and you're just trying to do this for Instagram views and money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, and you're going to get hurt. You know, if you're Francis Ngannou yeah. and you've worked your way to get to this level, and you're going to lose the Cyril Gone, then I'm sorry, you're going to lose the Cyril Gone. You can go to boxing, you can go to MMA, you can go to fucking tap dancing. I don't give a fuck. You're going. <laughs> you're going to not be as big of a name, you know, but think about if Cyril Gaon wins, like we were talking about earlier, think about if Cyril Gaon wins, is he the next guy that fights Jake Paul? Is he the next fight guy that got, you know, that fights whoever the fuck? Like, where we're going with this, like, the losers don't lose, don't stand, a, don't stand to lose as much as the people that have something to lose, if that makes sense. You know, like... No, no, it does, it does. It does. Um, but that take us home. We got. Hey, look. I'll tell you this. I know we got another two hours worth of, of uh, stuff we can talk about. I know that, and I, I already did two and a half hours. 
the, yeah. the only I had to corner us because this is a, this is what we talked about yesterday too. But I had to corner us because man, it's such a it's it's a good twenty twenty two is going to be a, a a good year for combat sports, I believe. Well, they're uh, not haven't yeah. had a podcast in a while either. So like, and I yeah. I, wa- I want to personally apologize. I know we did it at the top of the hour, but like. I want to apologize, you know, like, I've been going through a lot, you've had a lot on your plate, too, like, at the same time, you know, like, we got Reese and Britain or wherever the hell he is, like, we're, we're, 2022 is going to be a good fucking year for podcasting, for not only Sporticus, but for MMA Torch, like, it's going to be a good year. Oh, yeah. We, we got to get, what what's his name, Cole or whatever from Texas? We yeah, yeah. Get, oh, yeah, Cole. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to get him, me, you, and Reese from fucking Britain all on the same conference call and see what's up. Like, I think that's going to be a good-ass episode. I think we have a lot to talk about. I think I, it's going to be a shit show and not something that we can have on MMA Torch, but it's going to okay. be Sporticus well, Gold. It, it, it'll, it'll have to be like a, yeah. like one of those old uh, Patreon tournaments man. to where, like, like I'll, I'll start off with fucking Reese from Britain. You start off with Cole from Texas. Then we'll have, like, fans vote on who they want to hear talk against the, you know, the first those conversations and we'll have like you guys are gonna lose you versus reese not you versus cole or me versus reese and you versus cole like whatever whatever it be i get game. it man like the cop like the college like the college football uh, exactly uh, exactly playoffs. i i think i think people are gonna want to hear that kind of setup to where it's like oh okay so like they've heard you and i talking for the last two years they've heard you know calling you they've heard reese and you but nobody's heard like me and reese me and cole calling reese like there's a lot we can go from there and honestly like there's so much to talk about that this is going to be an exciting year for Sporticus, for MMA Torch. And if you want to bring it home, there's nothing better to bring it home than how exciting our future is going to be with this podcast. And with our daughters and family. And, oh, and with our daughters, with our baby girls leading the way and yep. our motivation. So I will say with that, this has been MMA Torch. This has been Sporticus. No! God it's damn it! Fine. I was gonna. Oh, you let me finish. That was all beautiful, but I was like, no, no it's, 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 it's a sport episode. No, this is. Yeah, I told you I'm not. Yeah. This is MMA Torch, and this is Sporticus, and you have been motherfucking sports inner motherfucking tamed.